Gallo's Pies, we're thin on pastry, we're big on meat. Where do you go for all the biggest and best brands like King G, Hard Yakka, FXD and Steel Blue? Totally Workwear Rydal Me. With winter here, now is the time to get in store and check out the massive range of pants, jackets and jumpers. Just what you need to keep warm this winter. Does your workwear branding need a freshen up? Get in store and talk to Darren and the team. Open till 7pm every weekday. Totally Workwear Rydal Me, 279 Victoria Road, opposite Bunnings and Maccas. Your one-stop winter workwear shop. of U.S. Racing seven days a week. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. The biggest sporting event in the Northern Territory. Racing in the Cup. The Darwin Cup. And away they go as the gates fall back. 2015. As they head for home and light in the night, runs at a 250. It's well clear. It's got the Cup parceled up. In second spot, Kano. Raw request and Bolton. But look at this, ladies and gentlemen. It's a great win. Light in the night, wins the Darwin Cup and wins it by about eight lengths. The Darwin Cup live, live. Monday, August 7th on the National Racing Service. This is Racing HQ with Luke Marlowe on Sky Sports Radio. Time to have a look at Eagle Farm today with Bernadette Cooper. Bernie, good morning to you. Well, good morning, Luke. Nice to be joining you. I'm feeling rather fresh and perhaps a little rusty after some five weeks off. So we'll see how we go, but it is a stunning day here today. The weather is absolutely glorious. Heavy dew this morning, which will be great. Leave a bit of moisture in the track today at Eagle Farm. Let's take a look at number uh, race number one, rather, on the card. This is a two-year-old handicap. It's over 1,400 metres. Misty Legend is the favourite. However, I am going the way of Bjorn Baker's Snitzel Philly right down the bottom. I think she's second or third pick in the market. Star at. She comes out of a two-year-old Phillies race last time out where she was pretty much hampered um, quite a lot actually in the straight and sort of I think we'll appreciate getting to 1400, having a big spacious open track and maybe having last crack sort of at them here in the straight. So Star Act on top for me over Misty Legend definitely. He's for the girls I think is a nice uh, chance here at double figure odds. He's improving all the time and the 1400 if he relaxes, should be a nice trip for him. And Shamidi, how can you ignore? He's already the winner of four races. Uh, so 11-3, 2-1 for me in the first. Race number two on the card is a benchmark 78 over the 2,400 metre sky out the favourite. Uh, it's a lottery for me, this sort of race. 2,400 should be a pretty steady run race, I would imagine. Last time on Legend and Sky Out met on Legend was the better. Obviously, Sky Out was a good winner last time out. I've got the way the three ready available. Um, he's sort of, you know, similar form lines. He's a little bit hit and miss, but he's yet to win over this trip, but he goes to sleep pretty easily. And what he does have is when they shake him up, he's got a nice little turn of foot at the end of 2200. So I'm hoping he can show us that at the end of 2400. It doesn't last for long, so it's all about the timing uh, with this horse in the straight. So three to beat, two, one, and Flensburg for four. Right, let's move on to the third, a benchmark 78 over 1,815 metres. I'm with uh, Galifianakis here, who is third up from a spell today from the Jack Bruce stable. So I'm tipping Jack to win back-to-back races here. Uh, Jimmy Orman in the saddle, hit a big weight, uh, a poor gait, and went back to last over, you know, distances. 
um, getting towards a good distance for him over the mile last start, but still he's preferred over further. So we saw him win three races actually in a row last preparation, but not till he got to sort of 1,921 and so on. Um, but I think 1,800 today, third up, and he was just getting warmed up at the end of last start. So big, long straight should suit him as well. Probably needs to be a, bring a sort of a PB today, but he can probably do that, I think. So six to beat one, good old Sir Barnabas, isn't he? And beautifully at 56 and a half today with Jake Malloy's three kilos off. Uh, Mashani Spartan can win from the front, can win from back, beat Chase Inardi last time home. And Ella Tiamar, uh, who is the actual favourite, I can't be leaving her out either, the, the mare by Scissor Kick. Uh, 6, 1, 10 and 9. Race 4 in the car to Class 3 plate over 1,300 metres. Kanazawa, the favourite here from the O'Day and Hoisted stable. Will be really hard to beat. I'm going to have a throw at the stumps with Iron Lethal, a horse you're probably more familiar with, given that um, he's an ex-John O'Shea galloper now in the hands of Chris Martin Harley to ride today. So we all know if he brings his A game, this is a very winnable race for him, a Class 3 plate over 1,300 metres. What I liked about him here is he he would have come to Chris very fit. He last raced in Sydney on the 19th of July. So he would have come, obviously, rock-hard fit. All Chris would have to do with this horse is make him feel fabulous. So a bit of Queensland sun. The inside draw, I think, is pretty vital for this horse here today. He's won over 1,300 and 1,400. So 1,300 today's pet trip for him. And he just needs to have a nice, cosy run, cuddled up, uh, and then let go late. I want to ignore last start where he looked unhappy, got his head up in the air, and hope that the Queensland Sun does the trick here. Definitely the favourite. Definitely outback action. He was three deep last start. And definitely Dramatica. When she gets into these class three, she's always dangerous. So two, three, four, and 11. The fifth is an open handicap over the mile. Shaquiro, the favourite here. I just prefer to watch him win first before... Uh, I get too excited. It's been a long time between drinks. And with fast talking, he had a slight let up, was really good behind Blazer Trail last time. I just think it's a lovely race for him today. So one to beat three, Trevelyan, another old timer. He gets in beautifully again with Malia Castle's three kilos off. Four, Shaquiro, and five, Batiga. Hard to get too excited about that race, I think. One, three, four, six. Let's move on to the six. We think we've got a pretty smart one here, or Tony does at least. Freedom Rally, your odds on, fifty could start shorter, I would say. Um, so want to stick with him. Uh, stood him out in the quaddy. Obviously, he looks above average. Drawn nicely, good weight. Um, ben Thompson aboard, off the back of um, an absolute PB last time out as well. So four to beat. Nine. I mean, after this favourite, there's lots of chances for sort of second, third and fourth. Red Top, I think, has the deepest form lines. Um, the 11, which is Northern Decree, was a winner at Eagle Farm last start. And Pocket Full, maybe suspect that last 50. You could also like Sailor's Secret running draws bad, make it flashy, a whole bunch. Four, nine, eleven, three. Race seven on the card is the cutest race for three-year-old fillies. I'm with Tony Gollins, Philly here, Blues for now. Low draw, very fit, off the back of two wins, no weight, Nance Jones to ride, tons of speed in this race, Deb, uh, Deb's alley on point, probably bold and smooth, maybe even centre bounce. Well, so she gets that cosy run, spending nothing just in behind the speed. So at $5, I think it's still a nice price. So 5 to be 8, 
two and four. Race eight on the card, class six, over 1,200 metres, deep or scratch, he was the favourite. So we go down the bottom to Black on Beauty, the favourite for Tony Gollum. So the four picks here of mine, which are five, fourteen, six and two, I think any of them could actually win. I'm going to go the way of RNT because he's got the depth of form being, um, you know, having been raced in a, a couple of stakes races throughout the winter, class sixes behind Blazer Trail last time out. So I feel like he's coming down in grade a little bit. Uh, addition of a senior rider. Pretty unlucky last start not to finish a lot closer to Blazer Trail, really disappointed for a run on two occasions in the straight. So bandage has come off today as well, which is always a good sign. So five to beat the favourite Black on Beauty. She certainly will be hard to catch. Hatchet, how can you knock him? And Goldborough, please, $18 each way all day. Goldsborough here in the eight. But five, 14, six and two for me. Race number nine on the card. This is a benchmark 85 handicap over 1,400 metres. I've gone with Hot Spring Gold around the $9.50 mark each way. But he was terrific first start behind Ubiquitous in a race that was too short for him. That, that was the Sunshine Coast. He then went to the Morning. Really finished off beautifully behind the big goodbye. Pet trip, pet trap, benchmark 85. Let's hope he turns up today because he can be a little hit and miss. Uh, so seven to beat two. Kinlock the favourite, Sir Warwick. And then I went down the page to 15, which is release the beans from his low draw. So seven, two, three, and 15. That is it for Racing at Eagle Farm today. Specials, as I said, a little bit rusty, Luke. Come on, it's been a few weeks. Just one for me. Race seven. Number five, Blue Spinel from the Tony Gollard Stables. Happy punting at Eagle Farm today. Thanks, Luke. Missing your daily dive into the sporting smorgasbord? The BSB is back Monday with the latest local and international sport and racing, plus your calls and texts. The Big Sports Breakfast, Monday morning from 5.30. On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab. The new $5 billion Inglis Extra Bonus Series is simple. Win one of the designated maidens and earn an extra $100,000. To qualify, all you need to do is sign up to the Inglis Race Series. Entries close July 31 at inglis.com.au. At TAB, we're on for Saturday racing. Races 1 to 6 at Randwick, Mooney Valley and Eagle Farm. Place a fixed odds win bet with the Tab app. And if your horse runs second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on 18 races across three big tracks this Saturday. Tab, we're on. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's at website. Chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Star Turn is the perfect outcross stallion. Star Turn start for Vinery at this year's sales. He averaged over nine times his service fee at the majors and his yearlings sold up to $550,000. Get bang for your buck. Talk to Vinery. 02 Need a forklift? Don't just get a forklift, get a Toyota forklift. Toyota is the world's number one forklift brand. With a great range of pallet jacks, walkie stackers and reach forklifts, right up to their leading Toyota counterbalance forklifts. Legendary reliability and safety with cleaner, greener electric options. Toyota can tailor the right forklift solution for you. It's all part of the Toyota forklift advantage. For more, visit toyotamaterialhandling.com.au. Get a Toyota forklift. G'day, it's Sean Garlic here from Garlow's Pies. The best thing about our pies is the deliciously flaky pastry on top, a bottom which is rolled extra thin, and a filling which is bursting with flavour. 
plenty of flavours to choose from, like lean beef, curry beef, sausage rolls. We even have junior pies that you can give to the whole family. Find us in the Coles and Woolworths chilled meals section. And if you can't find us, ask for us by name. Garlow's Pies, we're thin on pastry, we're big on meat. Where do you go for all the biggest and best brands like King G, Hard Yakka, FXD and Steel Blue? Totally Workwear Rydalmere. With winter here, now is the time to get in store and check out the massive range of pants, jackets and jumpers. Just what you need to keep warm this winter. Does your workwear branding need a freshen up? Get in store and talk to Darren and the team. Open till 7pm every weekday. Totally Workwear Rydalmere, 279 Victoria Road. Opposite Bunnings and Maccas. Your one-stop winter workwear shop. This is Racing HQ with Luke Marlowe on Sky Sports Radio. Yeah, good to have you with us, uh, Racing HQ. Uh, thanks for your company, 9.42. Let's get to Mick Wallace now, who's got Newcastle covered for us today. Mick, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Luke. How's the uh, program look? Yeah, not too bad. I don't mind it. Um, quietly confident we can get amongst the winners today. Perfect conditions for racing. I've just arrived on course and... Um, blue skies and yeah, the track looks in good order. Wonderful, mate. And um, how was the night last night? I know your sons—they um, were boxing, weren't they? Uh, you were out there. Yeah, that was that was great. The entrance leagues. Uh, both my sons going around the uh, the amateur fights. Um, didn't get the results, but uh, no, it's been uh, inspirational watching them watching them train so hard in the build-up to last night. And yeah, they both did themselves proud. Uh, both lost on points, but that's the way it goes. And uh, they're looking to uh, they're looking forward to their next bout. Good on them, mate. Uh, credit to them. I mean, it's something that not many people would um, have the courage to do and the dedication as well because you can't go in there half-cocked. You've got to be very, very fit um, to step into the ring. Funnily enough, you, you won't believe this, my brother had an amateur fight last night as well. Is so that I was um, obviously here in Sydney and um, they live uh, in the eastern corner of Queensland. There was a, a fight night at Gatton last night and David Nieka headed the card. He's a very good uh, undefeated uh, boxer. Yeah. So it was a good night out there at Gatton. And look, I was nervous. <laughs> I was nervous, <laughs> eagerly awaiting the result. So I can't imagine how you were with the two sons getting in there. Yeah, no, I must admit, I was, I was very, very nervous. I was probably more nervous than if I was in there myself. Yeah. But, uh, like you say, it takes a lot of courage to, to step in, into the ring. And um, no, they, they were brave. And the, yeah, I was very proud of them both. Great stuff, mate. Uh, let's get into this Newcastle card, a maiden over 1,400 metres. And race number one, Harry Tudor, is at 4.40. He's second favourite. The favourite is number two here, Deal Breaker, at $2.60. Other runners of note, number five, Higher Hand, 4.40. And eight, Lady Townsend, is... Is at five dollars. I'll go two, one, five, and six. I just think Deal Breaker deserves a win. He's been racing really well. Uh, he's been with Tommy Wong, I think, for four starts now. Um, three really good placings. Uh, the latest run there at Kembla Grange, he got back and uh, really flooded home to just miss, finishing second there behind a notice. He's already had a couple of runs at Newcastle and he's performed well. He was uh, second at Newcastle to after Boomer, three back, and then uh, third to uh, Leangelo in a pretty strong race. Uh, at Newcastle over 1,300 metres, two back. He gets a good draw here today. I just think if the brakes go his way, um, he he should break, break through. Harry Tudor's ticking over nicely. I didn't mind that run at Hawkesbury last start behind Navios. Um, finished third there, and um, he's holding his form nicely. He's another one that's very consistent. Uh, five higher hand, I think, did enough first up behind Lord Bob there at Wyong when fifth. 
uh, has been placed three of six overall. And one of those placings was here at Newcastle over the mile back in March uh, when third behind the uh, the Wanderer after leading, leading into the straight. And Margaret Smithsale is an interesting runner. Uh, can only improve off the debut run on the 8th of July when sixth behind Leangelo only beaten three and a half lengths and was only warming up late. Uh, steps up slightly in distance. Two, one, five and six. Race number two at Newcastle today, 1,400 metre maiden and number two encroachment is 3.20 equal favourite with number three Prince of Wales, both at that 3.20 price. We've also got number eight Zizette in the market at $4.80 and five Shadow Dane at $5.50 coming back from 1600 I'm going to say each round Dressel, the top one, one, three, two and eight. Uh, this three-year-old Colt by Schnitzel's only had the one race start. Um, it was pretty soft in the betting there at Gosford over the 1,200 metres. And he was under the pump a fair way out, but he just kept grinding away. And I thought it was a, an OK debut. Um, over the 1,400 metres today, up from the six furlongs last start from the good draw. Um, I think he'll be strong late, and uh, I think he can improve off whatever he shows us today. Um, he, he might be better served over a mile, but... Um, yeah, I just thought in a race where it looked pretty even on paper, uh, he might be worth a crack. Uh, three, Prince of Wales, uh, racing well. Runner-up behind Kiribati there at Bathurst first up. And then uh, second behind Navios at Hawkesbury last time. Gets the inside draw this afternoon. KB Jennings to the steering. Uh, two, Encroachment was uh, com- is coming off a, a placing at Goulburn last up behind Denman Star. Uh, finished third there. Was comfortably beaten. And eight Zazette didn't mind the way this horse uh, closed off uh, late in the piece there at uh, Canterbury um, the other day. He's only beaten two and three quarter lengths by uh, Canada Bay. And just the race, the way the race was run, um, she really couldn't get into the finish, but she was pretty strong through the line. One, three, two, and eight. Okay, that's uh, race number two. We go to race three now, a maiden 1,200 metres at Newcastle this afternoon. Going down the page and giving you the runners at a single-figure price, number four, Desert Safari, is at nine. Five, Etched in Time, $8, down to seven, Mirror Impact, eight fifty. Uh, nine, Team America's a first starter, $4.80, in from six. Number 10, Turbulent, has been supported, went up three fifty, got to four, now two eighty. And number 11, Zakiro, the interesting Team Hawks debutant off a nice Hawksbury trial. It's $3.90, Mick. I like uh, Turbulent. I was very keen on Turbulent last start, actually, uh, coming off a good run at uh, Gosford in, a, in what turned out to be a pretty good form race. And it was just uh, sort of... The way the race was run last start at Newcastle, I just don't think it suited him. And the, it was a very strong race, and he went to the front... And I just think he's a much better horse going forward, uh, ridden with cover. In the end, he was only beaten just over two lengths. Dear <clears throat> um, Belly was uh, the winner, and Andronicus finished second, who's since come out and won well at uh, Kembla Grange. <clears throat> Excuse me. I just think today, if he can get in a nice rhythm with a little bit of cover, whether that's midfield or even further back, I think he can finish the race off well. He's a nice horse. At nine, which is at Team America, um, this horse... Uh, uh, two-year-old by Invader, trained by Kristen Buchanan, um, was, a, was placed in a, a Wyong trial behind Mural Crown, who's since come out and won well. Um, he looks a, a likely type. We'll put in 11, Zakiro, who uh, I thought uh, tried really well at uh, Hawkesbury on the, uh, the 17th of July. Wasn't asked to do a lot and just coasted up to finish third behind Glory, uh, Glory Start. And the best of the rest, seven, uh, Mirror Impact, but pretty keen on 10, Turbulent. Race number four is a maiden 1,200 metres. Uh, market's been interesting here. Number one, Amrap 
Went up three dollars seventy, got to three eighty uh, when the market went up yesterday. This morning, two dollars eighty taken, uh, right down to two dollars and fifteen, back to two twenty-five now. We've got number three, Harper's Siren, at four dollars eighty from four twenty, and number ten, Nightingale, went up two ten. It's uh, done nothing but ease, two dollars and eighty cents. Um, the map looks. The question for Amrap: uh, What's Alicia going to do from this draw, Mick? Yeah, I guess that is the, the little query that I had too. Um, has got a, an awkward draw and uh, we haven't seen AMRAP since the, the 22nd of June when finishing third behind a biographer and uh, went forward that day, set up outside the lead. Yeah, I just thought might, might, she might have a few little issues getting across. I ended up going with the, the one that's been a bit easy in the betting in 10 Nightingale. Um, he's, she's got a nice draw this afternoon and... Uh, the two runs down in Victoria were okay, but I, I was quite taken with the trial. Uh, that was at Hawkesbury on the 17th of July, finished third behind Barber. And, uh, geez, I thought she I thought she trialled really well, and um, I was happy to go her way here. Uh, one AMRAP's got the, uh, the runs on the board. She's been placed two or four, and she looks a nice horse. It was only the gate that turned me off. Uh, three Harper's Siren uh, goes in for third. Uh, this is the uh, the second of the... Uh, the oh, sorry, this is uh, trained by Peter and Paul Snowden. It's had the two starts for one placing. That placing came at Gosford last start behind uh, Voss Savant. Seems to be uh, heading in the right direction. And five, Monopoly Girl uh, going in for fourth. Um, Monopoly Girl... Won't be a second. Uh, Monopoly Girl, this uh, three, three off the lead by Capitalist. It's had uh, the two starts for one Port Macquarie placing back in February last year. It's sure to run well. Ten, one, three and five. All right, Mick, uh, that's your thoughts on race number four. Interesting race, that one. Uh, the fifth race, a benchmark 64 over the 2,300 metres. Number one, Insider Trader at $8. Two, Back to Man, seven fifty. Three, Jam Rocket, 6 Number four, Gazump, $4.80. Down to number six, Segoy Legend, 7 $5, number seven, winning point. Those are the runners at a single-figure price. Um, looks a tricky race to sort out. How did you see it? Yeah, it is a very sort of even race. Is that you can make a case for a number of runners. Ended up settling on two back. The man, I probably prefer him on a, a rain-affected track, but he's racing really well at the moment. Uh, six to in, inside a trader, two back. Um, when only beaten a length, and then last start at Warwick Farm, finished midfield behind Venetian Blue, uh, beaten five and three quarter lengths. Um, he's got a good draw here this afternoon. The three kilo claim for Ben Osman and does have a pretty good record at Newcastle. I just thought he might be the value in the race. Uh, three at Jamrock's got to be some sort of chance as well. Uh, was a big winner at Wyong. Three back was placed at Horsham behind Malabar before finishing fourth uh, behind Venetian Blue at Warwick Farm last start. Uh, one inside a trader. I think you've just got to always include this horse once you get out to... Um, you know, trips around a mile and a half, whether it be at country tracks, provincial or in the city. He's a real grinder and, you know, he'll just keep finding the line. And uh, four Gazumped has some nice form for a race like this as well. Um, number of chances, two, three, one and four. All right, that's the staying contest over 2,300. We go now to race number six, and it's a benchmark 64, 900 metres, number one, Dubbo Wanderer, at $26. Two high plateau, $3.70. $2.80 he opens, so he's going the other way, yeah, just staying to ease. Down at number five, our Kobe Sun, very solid, $4 to three ten. Six Stanislaus went up $11 yesterday. Uh, that didn't last long. He was three ten. Uh, by last night and this morning, $2.90. Um, and he's trialling well, isn't he, Stanislaus? 
Yeah, he is. I think the trial pers would be uh, right onto this fellow. His his two trials have been outstanding. He's finished a uh, uh, second there at Canterbury behind Rafa Tack, and then the latest trial there at Wyong. He was just never out of second gear. Um, defeating uh, Fickle and, and come up roses. I know trials doesn't always transfer to race day, but um, yeah, he looks the goods. I'm going to put him on top. I think one of the two favourites will win. Uh, Stanislaus, um, I've got on top ahead of five, our Kobe son, who can only improve off the uh, first up run at Newcastle when finishing third there behind. Uh, no statement, had a pretty tough run, was caught um, four and five deep uh, facing the breeze and, and just kept on finding the line. Uh, two, which is a high plateau, uh, looks a chance in the race. Um, this uh, four-year-old son of Lonro has had uh, three starts for, for two wins, one at Haw- uh, Kembla and one at, at uh, Hawkesbury. Resumes off the, uh, resumes from a spell here off two uh, solid enough trials and one Dubbo Wanderer, the visitor from out west. Um, he's been performing okay in open company um, out in the central and western districts. Um, things didn't go his way in the Canamble Cannonball last start. I know he's got a big weight this afternoon, but um, don't underestimate him. Six, five, two and one. Let's go now to race number seven, class one, 1,300 metres, Ambassadors number 1,550, to the Great Houdini, $2.70, that makes it favourite, opened at $4.20. Three Kintyre went up $8, um, according to my system that I'm looking at. He's now a $3.10 chance. $5 number four, Sing a Love Song, and five Canada Bay on the drift. It's doubled its price to 10. Uh, three, two, four, and one. I'll go with Kintyre here. Uh, has had seven starts for a win in a minor placing, but um, has contested a number of very strong races. Uh, went around in the, the sh- Group 1 Champagne Stakes before going for a break. Um, finished uh, down the track there behind Militarised, but has put in some pretty pretty good performances over the over the career. Finished fifth in the listed Fernhill uh, going back to April. That was on a heavy track. Was only beaten two and three quarter lengths there behind uh, on top behind Tom Kitten and has trialled up really well here with a, a nice trial win at, at Kembla Grange where he just cruised up and and put them away quite quickly. Um, whether he needs another run after this one, I'm not sure, but he looks a nice horse. Um, I'm not surprised he's been good support for uh, two. The great Houdini, um, I thought his uh, first up run was pretty good there at Gosford. Um, when finishing midfield behind Rossillon, was only beaten uh, three lengths. And it was uh, has been uh, placed second up in the past. Uh, four, which is uh, Sing a Love Song, is another one that's been respected in the market and, and deservedly so. Only won the one from 17, but um, was placed at Wyong when resuming. Uh, Runner-up to uh, Vindication, who's a... Uh, an above-average horse, and one ambassador's resumes from a spell here. Um, has yet to place in three first-up attempts, but uh, did run a, a tidy fourth uh, when resuming last preparation. We'll need a little bit of luck from a, an outside draw. Three, two, four, and one. Last event, uh, Mick, class one, 1,500 metres. Number one, Asva, $3.10. Number one, his favourite, 480. Number two, Hell Hath No Fury. Down to number seven, Ollie's Secret at 550. And three, Lysander at $7. I'm going to go with Lysander here. Um, so the four starts for one win. That was at Wyong over the 1350 uh, back in June. Um, it was pretty strong through the line at Kembla Grange last Saturday, the 1500 behind. Uh, Sir Godric, he got a fair way out of his ground, but uh, closed off nicely. Uh, gets another big track this afternoon, so he gets his uh, ample opportunity to wind up and, and go through his gears from the good draw this afternoon. I just thought he was the one that was at the, 
the best value. Uh, Asga's racing well, a Newcastle winner, a two-back defeating uh, Mogwai, and then placed at Kemba last start behind Alfano. Um, had a pretty tough run and was very brave uh, in uh, the narrow defeat there. Eight Reggie's Follies, a bit of a tease. Uh, we'll get back and be finding the line again, you would think. And I've got two, uh, Hell Hath No Fury. In the, in the mix as well. Um, he's had the nine starts for a win and a minor placing. He's been going around uh, probably against better opposition in good quality races in town. Looks better placed here this afternoon with the uh, claim here for Jet Stanley. Three, one, eight and two. Lovely, mate. You got a best? Uh, race four, number 10, uh, Nightingale going off the trials and similar story in race six, number six, Stanislaus. A um, couple of really nice trials and it looks ready to come to the races. Have a good day, Mick. Thank you. There's Mick Wallace looking at the 8 event card at Newcastle Sky Sports Radio. Don't miss out on the $12.5 million English Race Series that can take you to some of the biggest race meetings in Australia, featuring the $1 million pink bonus and the new $5 million extra bonus series. Entries close July 31 at english.com.au. Are you a better, better than your Betsy's? With Bet's Friends on the Tab app, you can share your bet and your friends can copy your bet. It's everyone's best bet yet. Share and copy your bets with Bet's Friends on the Tab app today. Tab, we're on. Not available to SA account holders. Available on the Tab app. T's and C's apply. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. In a moment, the traffic. A wise man once said, everyone is entitled to be stupid, but some abuse the privilege. However, when you feel entitled to a good wine, don't be stupid. It's a privilege to be able to reach for a bottle of De Bortoli Windy Peak. Affordable quality. Here's the traffic. Bunnings can help you prepare for spring in the garden. Shop great value on a wide range of pruners, loppers, garden care and more. Online or at your local Bunnings. Clyde, a car and pedestrian accident is eastbound on Parramatta Road approaching Mars Street. Brightless Sands emergency roadworks closing one northbound lane of the Grand Parade just past Princess Street. And Darlinghurst, watch out with a police operation closing an eastbound lane on Oxford Street at Flinders Street. Harvey Norman Super Saturday is back. Get 10% of your purchase price in gift cards when you spend $250 or more. T's and C's apply. Gift card valid for one month. Harvey Norman Super Saturday. Don't miss out. I'm Georgia Elsley, number one in racing on Sky Sports Radio. The Kosciuszko, the world's richest country race, is back and gives you the chance to win a share in $2 million in prize money. To enter, buy a $5 Kosciuszko ticket at your local or on the tab app. The Kosciuszko, tickets on sale now. New South Wales residents only. Ticket sales close 11.59pm, 6th of September 2023. Visit the for details. New South Wales permit number GOCSC forward slash 1058. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. This is Racing HQ with Luke Marlowe on Sky Sports Radio. Great to have your company behind the gates in just a sec on Sky Sports Radio. In the lead up to that, uh, let's have a listen to Ron Duffercy and myself chatting to Sterling Alexio this morning on Racing HQ Saturday. G'day, Sterling. Yeah, good morning, Ron. Good morning, Luke. Three runners today. Um, all interesting runners. This Smashing Eagle in race seven. What do you make of him? He's past two have been okay. Yeah, really happy with how he's been going. Probably just wrote, got, it, got him a bit wrong first up and rode him probably too close on um, on the speed. And obviously we sort of dropped him back the other day and, and rode, rode him a bit quieter and I thought he hit the line really well, uh, really not some good sectionals. So 
A uh, bit of a worry now with the scratchings, a uh, bit of speed and pressure comes out of the race, but uh, hopefully he can sort of just be three quarters of the way back in the running line and I'm sure he'll be, uh, be um, hitting the line well. Conscript in race eight, he likes Ramwick. Well, uh, did he have a little setback in the stalls or something last week? He did. He, he, just, um, he just kicked out in his box uh, about 10 o'clock on race morning. I happened to be off, up in the office and he just had a little abrasion on the outside of a joint and it was, it was just a bit of blood there, so... Um, obviously, he was taken out. Uh, hasn't missed a beat since. Been happy with him. Um, tough, consistent horse. Obviously, he has to carry the full impost today, 61 and a half, and it's a bit of a query, giving a bit of weight to some lightly raced horses, but um, I think he'll acquit himself well. Okay. And I think the, the, the one most punters want to know about is Banana Queen in, in the last. She didn't have a hard trial, and obviously sometimes we can get overexcited about these, these horses that have been hard-held rather than the winner of the trial, but it did look like she had a lot to offer. Yeah, um, she's not a horse that takes a lot of work on, so, you know, she, she's quite um, highly strung at home and she works herself a bit. But she was out to have a nice, nice enough hit out. She had a trip away to Hawkesbury on the float and had a nice troll. And her work's been tip top since. So I think she heads in a day and uh, definitely fit enough to win with a little bit of improvement to come. Beautiful. So everything's uh, everything's happy enough with her that she's done enough for the thirteen hundred first up. Yeah, I, I think so, and I, I think she's drawn a barrier where Nash has got options. You know, she's got good gate speed. Nash can put her where, where she wants. If he really wanted to push the button on her and lead, he could, but it's probably not the best way to ride it. But, uh, yeah, I, I think she'll go very close today. Beautiful. Thanks, Sterling. Okay, thanks, Ron. There was uh, Sterling Alexio on uh, the program this morning. Great to have a chat with Sterling. And all podcasts are up wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, you can catch up on this morning if you missed some of our interviews. We spoke to Sterling Alexio, as you just heard. Annabelle Neesham was also on the show. Luke Hilton, uh, Bian Baker's stable rep. Chad Schofield, Cameron Crockett, Adam Campton, all on Racing HQ today. It is now time for Behind the Gates, the other side of this break. Give us a text. Uh, the number is 0419 767 272. You can uh, fire us a text. We can uh, hopefully get to your query or question. If you've got a winner to share with us for Ramwick, please let us know and uh, we can have a good chat around this program. Uh, anything on your mind, give us a text 0419 272. Behind the Gates coming up next, Brad Davidson. Darren Flindell, and what? He's back. He's made a return. Andrew Hurley's going to join us. Need a forklift? Don't just get a forklift, get a Toyota forklift. Toyota is the world's number one forklift brand. With a great range of pallet jacks, walkie stackers and reach forklifts, right up to their leading Toyota counterbalance forklifts. Legendary reliability and safety with cleaner, greener electric options. Toyota can tailor the right forklift solution for you. It's all part of the Toyota forklift advantage. For more, visit toyotamaterialhandling.com.au. Get a Toyota forklift. Are you a better, better than your Betsies? With Bet's Friends on the Tab app, you can share your bet and your friends can copy your bet. It's everyone's best bet yet. Share and copy your bets with Bet's Friends on the Tab app today. Tab, we're on. Not available to SA account holders. Available on the Tab app. T's and C's apply. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. 
We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Down to the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Yeah, very good morning, everyone. Welcome to Behind the Gates. Uh, about to have a close look at Ramwick and take your text messages. Uh, already a number of them rolling forward. We appreciate it. Keep them coming. Uh, if you've got anything on your mind in regards to this Ramwick program or uh, last week we had some beauties, um, just random texts about anything, anything you want to get off your chest, um, we'll read them out, uh, providing they're appropriate, of course. Uh, the team is here. I'll say good morning firstly to Darren Flindell, who's in the broadcast box at Ramwick, gearing up for a big day of calling. Darren, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, uh, Luke. It's another beautiful winter's day here. I, I sort of got the feeling when I was walking over to the track today that we'd already hit September, October. It's 17 degrees now. There's no wind at all and a high of around 24 24 wow. degrees expected uh, mid-afternoon, so this is almost uh, mid-late spring here at the moment. It's outstanding, mate. Um, now, uh, we're off a win last week, which is fantastic. I know you're not used to that being a Tigers supporter, but how good? Can we go back to back? I think we will. Um, yes. To be honest, this is this is not a good meeting today. This is like a midweek card, to be honest. But I think the quality of the horses that we've each picked, uh, I think Brad and Hurls got in early and snapped up the ones that I was going to go <laughs> with. So, But I, I'm, I'm fairly happy with the one that I've uh, had to settle on now in race nine. And, uh, yeah, I think overall we'll be on the money. It's just I'm not sure what price we're going to get. Yes, well, that'll all be revealed very shortly. Uh, Darren, there's an elephant in the room. Uh, I'll bring Brad Davidson in to talk about this. Now, Dave, as I say good morning to you, the multi last week, we got it up for five bucks. Smart little miss in race one provided by Darren. Inhibitions, myself, um, an unlucky placing, but ran top four. That's all we needed her to do. What he goes in race number five and your selection, Omni Man, in race number nine. But what happened? You wanted to cry poor afterwards that we robbed the punters of some value in the multi because you just didn't check the work emails. And I know you also selected Steely as a possible horse for the multi instead of Omni Man, which would have made it a fat $12 instead of 5 So when you come on, David, you've got to apologise to the punters for robbing them of this value, uh, not checking the work emails, not not conversing with Dicko about this, uh, this multi last week, mate. You need to lift, brother. Good morning, guys. How are we? Yeah, look, we're putting the blame on me. Typical, absolutely typical. The, the truth behind this story is I rarely read work emails, and I said, boys, Steely or uh, Omni-Man, you guys decide, and uh, it was Marlo and Andrew Hurley that decided the safe option. They wanted to be safe because they hadn't got one for a while. Instead of taking it on, taking the game on, taking the $12, we would have got it. But uh, I remember after uh, all you guys had got your legs up, Hurls had sent a little message saying, oh, you better get yours home even after Steely's already lobbed and he's gone the other way. So typical hurls, typical hurls, putting the, putting the blame elsewhere. But, uh, yeah, you two, just a little bit too safe for my liking. Well, uh, need, to, need to just grow up a little bit. Well, just hang on. We'll bring hurls in a second to rebut that statement. But, you know, if we're going to subpoena for witnesses in a court of law here, I've got a rather incriminating email here from a certain Bradley Davidson. Guys, Omni-Man, if we want a short one. Steely, if we need a roughie. Cheers, Davo. Is that fence-sitting, Brad? Or, I mean, why didn't you actually have a firm opinion and guide us? I mean, we're not picking your leg 
gig for you. I'm here to just try and keep the ship running steadily, but I feel like you're trying to shift blame and not taking responsibility for robbing our faithful listeners of a bit of fat last week. That's just allowing you guys the flexibility to do what you like because I know you guys haven't quite hit the, the nail on the head in, in recent weeks. So I wanted, to, I wanted to just give you guys a bit of flexibility and say, look, if you want to go short, I'm happy to take the roughie, but if you want to go a bit wider, I'll take the safe leg. So you guys decide what you want to do. I'll do, I'll do whatever. So all right. that was, well, that's all that was. Well, I'm going to throw it over to our audience. You've heard the evidence, punters and listeners out there. Fire us through a text, 0419-767-272. Did Brad Davidson handle it poorly last week? Has he not taken responsibility for his own leg? Um, yes, I put my hand up. I went the shorter leg because I thought, yes, Omni, man, that's a nice way to finish. He's a dead set lock. We're a bit out of form. I'm the captain of the team. I just wanted to get a bit of morale back with a winner. But do you think Davo should be held equally, if not more, accountable? Let us know your thoughts. Now, Darren. Prosecution's prosecution's made a strong case there. Are you auditioning for a gig at the DPP? (laughs) (laughs) I just might. (laughs) Well, I just had to provide the evidence, and Davo was was saying that it was solely my choice, but it, it appeared that in that email he left it pretty open, uh, Darren, I would have thought. Um, now, anyway, we... Uh, we move on. We move on. Our man is here. He... Uh, look, I don't want to say he abandoned me this morning, guys, um, but he's, he's a little bit... Uh, we got the violin out uh, for Hurls. He's had the spicy cough overnight. Uh, he couldn't oh, turn up happened? for the previews, but... This is what I love about him. He's just pulled himself together. He knows he's an important part of the Behind the Gates team. And he's here, guys. He's here despite being under the weather. Hurls, welcome to Behind the Gates. Thank you very much for that intro, Luke. Um, it's great to be here. <laughs> How you going, mate? Oh, <laughs> it's sounding. Oh. <laughs> oh, mate, I'm all right. No, I'm not great, to be honest with you. Yeah. Just, um, <laughs> yeah. I've had it since uh, for almost two weeks. And every day... I think, oh, I'll get it better. I'm just, yeah, I'm just coughing attacks and everything, but, um... Mate, if yeah. you're, if you're a racehorse, um, you're a late scratching today. The temp would be up. Mm. Um, you mm. gas, brother. Mm. Oh, I'm all right. I'm all right. Yeah, well, we're going to get this multi up today, too, so... Um, Definitely. Yeah. Darren, what do you uh, think? Teaspoon of cement, or what's doing? Mm. Well, this is a worry. What is it, two years, did he say? Well, two months. <laughs> no, two weeks. Two weeks. Oh, two, two weeks. weeks. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> it, it, it seems like it is dragging a bit. Yes, um, Yes. Maybe you need a nice freshen up at a nice uh, tropical resort somewhere just to... Mm. <laughs> That's one from the, the Flindell. That's the Flindell playbook, that. <laughs> that gets yes. you back. That'll get you back. <laughs> um, good to hear Dan on the text line up and about. No. Team, I want more. Behind the Gates gets up last week. It covered all of our weekend expenses, including drinks and a barbecue. We're yeah, all ears for a repeat. Dan, that's fantastic that you partaked in the multi last week. We're going to do our absolute best to go again. How's this track going to play today, Davo? Oh, look, I think it'll be pretty fair. Uh, rail 5, it's a bit, a bit of a mixed bag. Sometimes a little bit fenced in run, other times fair. But look, it's generally a big, big track, isn't it, Randwick? So I don't think it'll be too bad. Um, nice that there's just that little bit of a sting out of it. That's going to help a few that I don't, don't mind today at a bit of odds. But, um, yeah, look, I think it'd be a fair track, but, yeah, it's a tough program, isn't it? I kind of echo what Darren said. It's it's, it's a pretty... There's a couple of races there that are pretty thin, and um, you, you kind of five, six chances, a lot of races, and you're taking five, six dollars. So it's that type of meeting, and um, yeah, just trying to, trying to sort of etch out a, a couple of 
couple of sort of little edges in the market rather than be really confident and stamping a lot today. Absolutely. Darren, are you of a similar uh, view? Yeah, it was funny when I did the form on race four, I started on Thursday and I just put that aside. I said, I'll worry about that later. <laughs> I looked at it yesterday, I said, I'll worry about that later. And at 7.30 this morning, I thought, oh, I've got to tip something. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, we, we're getting a few texts about Dave from last week. Um, clear lack of professionalism uh, is one, not checking his work emails. He's still on holiday mode. I think that's tongue-in-cheek, Dave but I think that's also fair commentary. Um, Few wishing us good luck for this week. Davo loves the dollar ten pop for top four. Davo has splinters in his bum. I think that's from Megs. Um, <laughs> so Davo, yeah, look, I think the general <laughs> consensus him. is you're responsible <laughs> for your own leg and pull yourself together. <laughs> well, look, all I'll say is I, t- I had two legs last week and they both got up. So I mean, Eagle Pete says, can we call it Brad Ball now with the steely tip? Good luck today, Pete. Let's get into it. Uh, We have got to talk about Mogo Magic because there's a few texts about him already, guys. Um, Race number just escapes me. Is it seven? I'm pretty sure it's race seven, Darren. I might give you first bite of the cherry here. And there's an elephant in the room in this race. Our girl, Tintuki, who cost us two weeks ago. um, But she was slow to recover. So I think she can bounce back. Well, she, uh, she's got to be given one more chance, I guess, because she has been so consistent all the way through prior to that last run. Um, but I guess there is a little bit of a question mark there now. Uh, I've got to go with Mogo Magic. When he won the highway race back in February, I thought, oh, this is, uh, this is well above uh, country class of this horse. He was just way too good. And then back again and, uh, and won first up. Just just looked like a real good horse here, and uh, he's got that tactical early speed as well. I won't be tipping against Mogo Magic there, but Tin Tuki I put in the numbers. I think I made her fourth best just uh, just to be safe, but yeah, very keen on that favourite. And I think Vindication, uh, there was no fluke about Vindication's first up win at Wang. It was, was heavily back there off what was a really sharp trial leading into it, so I'm sort of nominating Vindication as my Quinella horse. Bradley? Yeah, look, I think it's a good race to bet into and I must admit I, I've got a different view here. I'm, I've sort of labelled him that my risk of the day, Mogo Magic, I think he's far too short. Um, you, you can just take a, a great line last start through Rose Hill, same day, both horses, Tim Tookie and Mogo Magic have raced over 1,100 metres and you look at the times on the day and uh, Wave Rider Boy went about five lengths faster than Mogo Magic and wasn't really a different shape of race either. It was just much better race. And if you actually just, just level them up on the day, Kentucky's run a faster time, a faster last 600 easily, and just a better overall performance. So, you know, and they went up $10, they went up 230 I just think we're getting a little bit overhyped, Mogo Magic. I mean, he's been good, but he's been winning in highway grade, and all of a sudden he, he finds a, a much deeper race today with some real up-and-comers um, and I think the other pertinent point here is surely if you're the wit up stable here today you're not letting you're doing whatever you can to not let Mogo Magic lead I mean you've got incentive jewel inside she's a mad leader for one so it's helping her chances because she's a mad railer she doesn't leave the rail at all <clears throat> so the worst case for her is getting third the fence behind Mogo Magic and then having to get off the rail in the in the in the straight because mm. she just wants to get back to the rail all the time. She just lays in towards it. So that's one reason. But the second reason is you're kicking up and um, you, you keep Mogo. If Mogo Magic doesn't lead, I think he's in all sorts of trouble. 
Um, and if he leads, I think he's having to work overtime to get there. So I think Chintuki's uh, the one. Like, I mean, you've got to remember, she started $3.20 in this grade last start, and everyone, you know, she went up $10 after that off one bad run when she pulled up slow to recover. Back to 1100 If she jumps and she's two lengths off him, I, I think she'll just beat him easily. But if she she's just a little bit slow out, and that's a little concern where she gets to. But look, I'm with her. I think vindication's the danger. I, I backed him as well this morning at $10. They, they were still hanging around at 10s this morning. Thought he was terrific first up. Three wide, no cover. Always shaped and, and thought he was a Saturday horse. And he just had some, uh, some issues towards the end of last prep. But his trials were sensational, and the first up win was arrogant off what I thought was a, a pretty average ride. So I, I thought he was great there. He can only bounce off that and keen to take on Mogo Magic. I think I marked him 360, and um, I, I struggled to get him any shorter than that. Are you done yet? <laughs> Very in-depth, very comprehensive. It's outstanding analysis. Um, uh, I mean, Hurls, a punter's agreeing with Davo now with Mogo Magic because he he seems to have just been very well backed right the way through. So I guess there's a school of thought out there that he he can make the step up today. Yeah, there is. It's 2.40. I put him out at 2.20 this morning. Now 2.30. I'm just going to be really interested to hear what Tim Ryan says, um, whether they're going mm. to take it on, because there has been money for Tim Talkie, $6 to four forty, and and Brad um, yeah, got a piece of that $10 vindication this morning, and it's now into seven fifty. So, and I tend to agree with everything that Brad has said. I just, look, visually impressive, but then, when, you know, the race is dissected. Um, was it as good as what it looked? And you want to find $2.30 uh, to find out. I even thought that um, Diamond Dealer had some sort of hope in the race as well. <laughs> there's, there's some absolute beauties on the text line this morning, guys. I, I can't read them all, but I'm going to just <laughs> converse with our production panel about one. Uh, just to, it's, it's sort of borderline, but I really want to... Um, it's, it's very, very funny. Um, so keep them coming this morning, listeners. Uh, you're in great form, um, I must say. So that's race number seven. Uh, one listener um, notes that Darren is well-travelled. He's a well-travelled lad. We know that. And wanted to know if Darren's ever been to Naples because this listener likes <laughs> King of Naples in race number six. Darren, now what's the pizza like there? So <laughs> I can't read the second half of Sven's uh, text from Greenpoint, but the second half is, is pretty funny, uh, but uh, it's got to go through to the keeper, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, dear. We'll send that through to us on the, yeah, on well, the private I'll, line. I'll do that. <laughs> uh, Naples, no, never been. I've been to Italy a few times, various parts, but not to Naples. Mm. Pizza in Naples is terrific, mm. but but the the place itself, it's, yeah. if it, your best joint is, go get a pizza and then get right out of there, because it is absolutely... Oh. Oh, it's not great. It's, yeah. um, you just get straight away to the Melfi Coast if you go there. Yeah, keep going. I did go surrender. once to the, to the coastal town of Camoli, and beautiful little spot, and it was in the guts of the the Santa uh, in the summer. And we went into one of those pizza places, and uh, sat down to to order. And said, "Oh, what pizza do you have?" And I said, "Oh, no, no pizza, no what? pizza tonight." I said, "Oh, <laughs> what, why? Too hot." too hot for, for the chef to cook because <laughs> the temperature was too hot. Oh, that would uh, that do me. What else do you have? Nothing. I said, why are we here? She goes, I don't know. <laughs> You're kidding me, Darren. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the greats that. Um, you're right, though, Naples, yeah, it... it 
give it a miss, but yeah, keep going to the Amalfi Coast, Sorrento, Positano, all that sort of stuff. Very good um, if you're taking the better half. It's a beautiful, beautiful part of the world, guys. Um, on King of Naples, he overcame some traffic didn't he, Darren, to win on the Canterbury track last start, so I would imagine that mm. he's going to be a chance, particularly with Nash on. Yeah, that was a decent win, and Rundown shines, and shines was really well ridden and won there on, on Wednesday. So considering King of Naples was even money favourite there and overcame the traffic jam to win, Nashville Villa on today. Yeah, a lot of pluses. I went with straight acer. I just thought his win at Hawkesbury was really good. He, he probably, if, if he got clear running early, he would have won by a pretty good space, but he nailed Kangaroo Court on the wire. Kangaroo Court uh, won last Saturday at Rose Hill, so a bit of a form line there. I just think he's a nice each-way price here, straight acer. Okay. Um, Hurls, uh, are they doing much on this race? Uh, $3.90 uh, for plundering makes a favourite. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, opened up at 4.20 this morning. Uh, on the board, a bit of money for Star Mistress, Winchat. Um, you know, it's, it's a pretty settled trade. Yeah, the best back runner would be the favourite there, plundering. Um, and whilst King and April's been pretty, pretty, uh, pretty solid, what do you make of Venelope, um, Dover? I thought the run was terrific there mm. the other day. He really hit the line powerfully. Just would have liked a little bit further now, maybe, but um, Stable gave it a nice enough push during the week, the interview I heard with them. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just probably sums up the day, doesn't it? The type of race. Mm. It's, it's got a $4 dollars the field, plundering. He's, he's there, he's exposed. Chorton Lane was okay against the, the pattern the other day, but definitely nothing to rave about. So... And, and he maps awkwardly, so do you want to take four dollars him when he's got no upside for mine? Really, um, not not where I want to go. I'd probably lean. I lent towards Windchat down the bottom. I well, he did a good job there, fresh outside lead, and <laughs> excuse me, in a race where they uh, they rolled along at a at a good tempo. I thought he was sort of left there and 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 really battled away nicely. Fifty four on his back here. He doesn't have to improve much off the ratings to be right in the finish here. Maps well and. Uh, he was the way I, I led on King of Naples. It's got to be a chance, but um, but was held up and, and did a good job to win there the other day after being held up. But at the same time, he kind of gets that run at Canterbury that's probably the best run in Australia, isn't it? Just behind the speed of the fence. And, and if you're there, you, you know, as we saw at Canterbury on Wednesday, if you were there, it was worth two, three lengths. So um, just needs to step up again, but gets the right jockey to do so. But win chat for me in an open race. All right, that's race number six, guys. Um, I really want to jump to the first. Uh, just keen to discuss this race. I think it's an exciting start to the day in mm. less than an hour now, Darren. And uh, we see Estriella, uh, a sharp debut winner. Shaken was fantastic. So, yes, they bring the provincial form lines. But I think these horses are, are really progressive and a fair bit of style about their last start wins, those two in particular. Yeah, I agree. And this uh, opening race probably determines whether Dylan Gibbons has got any hope of at least levelling up with Zach Lloyd in the Premiership. There's three wins between them and Zach's on the uh, Shaken and Dylan Gibbons is on the other favourite here, Estriella. I like Shaken. Um, I, I really like the way she was going leading up to that maiden win at uh, Wyong and she just trounced them. Some horses out of that just look second class and uh, and one of them, Manhattan Baby, who finished out the back one at Bathurst during the week. Um, the likes of Love and Love 
Wright, who did the chasing, and Rockabilly Rebel haven't won since. But I'm not going to hold that against Shaken. I, I think she's a good filly. And I've got her just on top of Estriella. They're the only two uh, that I'm looking at. And, uh, yeah, if Shaken is successful, that'll probably put the apprentice's title to bed. Zach's got ten rides today. V. Dillon's eight rides. Mm, yeah, thanks for that update, Darren. Uh, it's been exciting uh, over the last few weeks and months, hasn't it, that apprentice's battle? Mm. I know in the group chat, Dave, we were chatting about the, this race and you think it's between these two favourites, uh, or you did at least at the time. Uh, is that where you've sort of landed? Yeah, I think it's a good race. I think it's race of the day stuff here, and I do think it's going to be a race where these horses will go on and, and potentially be stakes class horses. Estriella and, and Shaken, they look two progressive ones. Um, I, I lent the way of Shaken as well, just simply with that. The last 600 there, fresh, was, was very, very impressive, and uh, for a two-year-old was, was, you know, the, the, the sort of figures you'd expect of a almost a stakes horse. So... A um, little bit of a, a tricky draw and needs to come across and get a bit of luck early where Estriella is the one that's going to get that beautiful run and, and finish off powerfully as we saw there when she got out uh, on debut and second off has come out one since. So, look, they look the clear too for me. Uh, I think it just goes to show, you know, that a lot of these fresh horses coming in, I mean, a fatuation's run fourth in a magic million, so it looks decent form, but I think these other two off, off sort of what, you know, provincial wins are actually... Uh, a bit a bit better so yep um, looking forward to to that race and seeing how it plays out and just on that guys how how good's that apprentice battle been but also yeah. the Australian Jockeys Premiership I mean mm. that yesterday yes. Orman and uh, Bullock going <laughs> blow to blow I mean I think uh, Bullock got five at Tamworth and, and uh, uh, Orman got the last at Ippy to I think they're, I think they're what 199 and a half and 199 I mean to, the staggering they're on both on track to ride 200 winners for the season Bullock's strike rate, something like 25%, and they're both riding here, there, and everywhere to uh, try to beat beat each other. I think uh, I think Bully's got an extra day at, at uh, Wellington on Monday, but um, it's going to go right down to the wire, that one as well. Well, Orman's got a little ace up his sleeve, What's doing the double header today. He's going yeah. to ride at Toowoomba tonight. Ah, yeah, That's right. a big ace. Yes. Oh, he's pulling <laughs> out all stops, Darren. Oh, spotted. <laughs> yeah, well well done to the lads. They're really putting on a performance here. Yeah, what Aaron achieved yesterday, five, my goodness. But, yeah, Jimmy going to Toowoomba tonight, oh, that's, a, oh. that's a big advantage. <laughs> I love it. Uh, it's been absorbing hurls, and um, I don't think we bet on the overall premiership, did we? Uh, Tab.com.au, I'm not um, too sure. but Yeah, we... We, um, we, we certainly did with the jockeys, uh, with the apprentices. I'll just have a look to see, actually, but it's, it's still open. Uh, with some of the racing extras. And, yeah, Zach Lloyd's now 104. Uh, Dylan Gibbons, $11. But that market uh, flipped and flopped, particularly in the last sort of six or eight weeks, where one week Zach was favourite next to Dylan and, and vice versa. But uh, I don't think there's any doubt... Um, that both are going to go on. You know, a lot of time you'll see, and I heard someone say during the week that, you know, a lot of time once their apprenticeship is up and they're getting rides, obviously, during the off-season that they'll, uh, you know, head to the provincials or whatever, but I think both of these young yeah, guys, guys Yeah, they'll, they're, they're, uh, they're the real deal, so they'll, they'll, um, they'll stay in town and it'd be great to see how they, uh, how they kick on. Who's Just the better jockey? Ooh. What was that, Davo? Who's the better jockey out of the two? Oh, okay, yeah, good call. What do you think, Darren? Who's who's who do you think's better Ooh. out of Lloyd and Gibbons? When we first saw Zach 
probably last September or so, come to town. I thought, this guy looks like an absolute future superstar. And, <clears throat> and had it not been for suspensions, oh, I think he's racked up nine yeah. since then. Mm. Imagine what his figures would be. He'd probably be giving James McDonald a run for his money in the overall premiership. But uh, watching Dylan Gibbons uh, as time goes on, he just he just keeps getting better, uh, better and better. I, gee, I, I wouldn't like to split them. I think there's a lot of brilliance there with Zach Lloyd, but Dylan Gibbons has got a really good head on his shoulders, and that's made the difference. That's why they're in a tussle. Mm. Dylan doesn't get suspended. He hasn't been reckless, and that's put him in this uh, prime position to, to give it a real shake. Yeah, as often, you're right. He's, yes. he's been out there a lot more this season. Um, yeah, I'm similar to Darren. I wouldn't like to bloody uh, insult the boys by, by going one way or another. I think they're still on the improve, so it's, the answer's a pineapple for me. But I know, Davo, you'll have a, an opinion, surely. <laughs> yeah, look, uh, Darren Splinters Splindell and Luke Splinters Marlow, uh, <laughs> dinkum, boys. Uh, look, I think it's, you know, yeah, I mean, you look at the stats and Lloyd's had about 200 less rides, I think, to get the you know, to be in front. So I, I think Lloyd, for sure, just probably sort of 5 10% for me. Um, why would I say that? I just think he, he just... I just think he finds... I just think if I'm, if, I, if I'm on both, like, I've probably been on the wrong end of Dylan a few times in the last sort of uh, three, four months, of, you know, with Tata Levita and a few like that. But I just think he, he, he just gets into the, the positions and he... Uh, they're both absolutely stars. So does Dylan, to be honest. But I just think when you look at the numbers, um, you know, one striking at sort of 22% in town and the other striking at 13 14%. So I think that gives us a guy that Zach's probably just a bit ahead at this stage. Yep. No, that's a fair point. And Big D, Big D's back in work, and I desperately want Dylan to stick with him when he returns to the track. <laughs> Dalalat. Dalalat, <laughs> yeah. So how's his preparation going, Darren? Is he... Oh, he won a trial at, uh, at Gosford on Wednesday, so uh, that's promising. One more, and then back to the races, see if we can pinch a benchmark 78. Oh, beautiful. Uh, boys, we're going to go to race number nine here because I had a text about uh, King of the Castle from a listener, and Darren, I know you're pretty keen on this boy's chances today. He's come up with a draw, so I thought that was a big factor. He won't uh, have to get as far back as he often does. And uh, Dylan, uh, Dylan Gibbons in the saddle, I thought, was a huge plus as well. But some of his run, when he won at Warwick Farm uh, over a mile there, three starts back, that was a, that was a great performance. Um, I've been impressed with some of his, his defeats as well, particularly here at Roundwick last time when uh, coming from right out the back, thundering home. I just thought from Barrier 3 he wouldn't be that far back, not, not uh, doing too much chasing. He's my pick for the multi today. Uh, the other good ones were taken, but I'm happy to go with this because I, I cannot see King of the Castle missing top four. What do you think, Tazaro, I was dirty when I was dirty being away because I've been on that Tazaro every time. Oh. And then uh, you, you're sort of lying there by the pool and watching the, the, the replays come up when they do on the Sky Racing uh, Twitter site. I thought, ah, damn, this, and I saw it was $7. That, uh, that ruined my day. <laughs> so well, well, what's your excuse? You, you, you couldn't... Um you couldn't get the VPN going? What happened? Oh, no, I could if I wanted to, but to be honest, but you I'm on holidays. You zoned out. No, I zoned out. I, I, I just don't want to get involved. Oh, Unless I, I see something I really like. 
And to be honest, that's the only winner of the day I would have backed, so I, I could handle that. Okay. What if I wanted a bit of critiquing on my calls? Nothing. No listening. Nothing. Just brushed. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> Watching them subsequently, of course. <laughs> Actually, the replay's on the Thoroughbred Centre right now to Zara. <laughs> oh, there he is. To rub that in. Oh, look at Grace Styler. Oh, climbing over their backs. Jeez. He's, oh, as he's usual. Been, he's been torture, <laughs> hasn't he? Uh, Dovo, what do you think about this ninth race? Um, Darren's made the case for King of the Castle. I think Tazarel fits in. But the thing with this race is the the picnic that Stonecoat's likely to get in front. Yeah, and that's the, the reason I kind of lean his way. But I, I, look, I thought there were seven hopes and I thought there was a length between them. So I didn't have a... So I wasn't confident on the race. I went with Stonecoat just simply because of that reason, that he's going to get that soft lead. Um, he's getting short, though, isn't he, for a horse that's sort of off the canvas fresh and then was pretty plain second up. He's got that... He leads and then kicks at the top of the straight and then kind of just grinds late. So it was a race, though, where they, they come down the outside. So, um, yeah, I want, I want to be forgiving last time and go with him. Um, I think Darren's made the case for King of the Castle. My only little knock with him was back to a mile. I would have much preferred 1,800 for him, but they just got too far back on him the other day. A lot of people are going to come up with Tazarol, and I can see why, but you know, when, you, when you win a race where there's six hard luck stories behind you that you could probably make a case that three or four should have won the race. You, you are just always a little bit guarded by it. Um, so, yeah, Stone Coat, but I think Battleton will run really well. He was luckless last time out, and his figures prior to that with J-Mac on sets up pretty well at the inside holding up too. So, yeah, I, I thought there were six, seven hopes there, and um, it, was a, it was a tough race. Hells, any thoughts uh, from yourself on this one? No, probably concur with that. Um, yeah, from a betting perspective, um, yeah, you've got... We took a bet of 2,500 as the market opened on Wednesday afternoon on the favourite stone coat. It's 4.20 into 3.80 today, but, uh, yeah, I couldn't... Want to, yeah, it's uh, 3.80. I'd say it's going to jump $4 to field that race. Astadio Mastalia, um, probably been a little bit disappointing, but this is his head trip. Mm. Oh, I've given up. I've given up. Yeah. I've given up on a stadio. Um, Phil from Munchie's mm. a good man, um, listens regularly, um, always good for a text or two. He's, he, what a filthy watch that was last time, pulling its head off the first half of the race. Yeah. A stadio? Mm. Oh, he's, yeah, he's done my head in completely. Um, Phil says Silent Agenda and Anagain. Um, Anagain's, I think, in a different race. But look, Silent Agenda, he's an honest toiler. Um, he's susceptible, I think, to an up-and-comer, but um, good luck to you, Phil, uh, with that particular horse. But, yeah, Dave, I'll he's give a chance. It. You think he's a he's chance? A chance? Yeah, yeah, he's a chance. Yeah, he just had no luck the other day. Like, he's out of that race and, you know, he got held up until the 100. Mm. I've had two horses in that race. Um, Grisilla Solar and Solar Agenda and both never got a crack at it. Hey, how well are you going if you can't get a crack with two horses <laughs> in a race? But um, yeah, look, he, he was, and his run going back a few starts to go behind Stonecoat was just as good as Stonecoat. So, I mean, he's had, to, he's had to go snag, snag from wide gates and then finally drew a gate to, to be there and then couldn't get a run at him. So he's had no luck at all the way, and he's going really well. The only little thing I would have liked is when he got out the last hundred the other day, he, he plotted. He didn't finish off and there were a few horses going better than him late so that was I just marked him back a little there but he's in the quaddy definitely for me mm. 
Uh, I've had two texts about and again. Um, Ross from Port, the latest one, race 10, uh, horse number 14. Gee, oh, she's been frustrating, hasn't she, uh, Davo? I mean, one win from 19. She's been so close. Uh, she nearly got there at her last start a couple of weeks ago. But, um, look, I've nearly given up. But I understand if a listener out there wants to have a dabble each way, I think she'll be competitive again. Yeah, I think so. She's no weight on her back. She'll hit the line powerfully. Yeah, I mean, oh, I always, I guess I'm always forgiving in that, you know, I think that a, oh, I never give up on horses because you, they, they can always find a race, right? And, and she, she, she's capable here. I, I would have liked to seen her put away that field of Warwick Farm three or four starts ago there where it just looked like her race and she wasn't able to get the job done. So that's always a, in the back of my mind. But um, look, I think Banana Queen's the one there, but yeah, again, like it's 280, 290, I think it's something like that. You'd, there's a few queries there. First up, big way, short of a best. Is it that short now? Yeah, yeah. 290, guys. Really? Is that right, Hurst? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, excuse oh, me. Um, yeah, oh. 290. Clearly uh, the one to beat, but yeah, short, short enough. Yeah, we opened up at 360 at a couple of punters, uh, two lots of $1,000 Wednesday afternoon at that 360. Yeah, it's in at 290 now. Again, I'd say you'll probably get $3 for it at least, if not 320. Oh. Thanks, thanks, Bell. That's 10 cents. <laughs> Come on, be bold. Oh, mate, I know how tight you are. Every 10 cents uh, is valuable to you, so I thought you'd be thanking me. <laughs> back to your corners, gentlemen. Back to your corners. Uh, the burley's <laughs> back in the water. <laughs> um, Darren, do you, do you concur? I know you're a trial perv. Uh, you would have seen Banana yes. Queen at Hawkesbury. Um, yes, I thought she was um, outside of the Godolphin, the Godolphin Army that trialled well there that mm. morning. I thought Banana Queen was one that sort of stood out to me from that trial session. Really liked her work. And uh, I think on Wednesday, by the time I realised, I'd sort of looked at the fields and realised she was in, I thought, oh, what price? And I think she was a lot better than 360 on Wednesday because I was a bit dirty that I missed the price and thought, oh, maybe she'll get out. But she's done nothing but shorten since. There's nothing else in the race I like. And nothing. So I'm very happy to go with Banana Queen first up at Nashville Villa. In regards to it, again, it's just a little reminder. I've got to buy some more printing paper. I printed 42 pages of the best bets and again appeared on page 43, which when I ran out. <laughs> That's a sign. That's a sign. <laughs> oh, dear. Wow. Um, what's did anyone see the um, trial? Well, I'm sure you did. What about... Um Big parade earlier in the week. What was it 21 and a half lengths that won the um, trial by? Mm, unbelievable. Yeah. Yes. Now with Joe Pride from, from Mark Newman. Um, will it go around the missile next week, uh, Luke, do you know? I don't know, but I'd assume. Yeah, great target. Assume for, so. He's had three mm. trials, so he's ready to go, guys. Yeah, good to see him back, guys. He's always been a very exciting sprint. A bit, bit um, peaky, like his best performances are Route 2 level. Even even bordering Group One, but he, he he kind of struggles to put two or three together. But his fresh runs in particular normally just goes like an absolute rocket. So I'm um, excited to see what he can do because he's obviously had that long break. But um, yeah, he wasn't far off that sort of Everest conversation there for a little while when he was sort of hitting his straps in the galaxies and races like that. Mm. Um, a listener just firing a text in about super friendship in that uh, particular race as well. Super friendship to win the last and keep the friendship alive. So uh, that listener's already uh, been on a few mm. times by the sound of that coming off two wins in a row. So that rounds out on the last, guys. Um, race 8, Garrison. Uh, text here about uh, him currently 
$17. Um, hey, guys, um, any love for Garrison in race eight on the backup? Um, Hurls, is there any money for Garrison at this stage? Uh, no, it's $17. I mean, it's going to be the likely leader, but he'll probably have some mates there with Rubenocchi and Insurrection, you'd think, all going forward. Um, he's on the backup from last week um, when he finished shares. Well, he's been by Colino last week. I tell you what, that was one of the better goes I've seen for a while. Uh, last week, Colino, uh, we went up 750. Um, when I did the preview with you, it was into about 460, I think, early in the morning. Mm. Luke had SP'd at 380, and I tell you what, it was an absolute peach uh, by Brett Preble. Uh, to get the cash uh, there last week. That was a huge go. But, um, yeah, looking at Garrison, 17 to 18, back to 17. But insurrection, uh, 250 to 240. Very interested to see how deep all goes here this afternoon. I noticed uh, um, the trainer said during the week that he brought him down Thursday, just wants to see how he's going to travel um, and thinks that uh, he'll thrive in Melbourne. But, um, yeah, what did you guys think of deep all this afternoon? Dave, you go first. Oh, sorry, Darren. Actually, you, you go. Sorry. Actually, it was a big run uh, in the Ramoni at Grafton coming from a mile back. Mm. Um, yeah, I better make sure I don't leave this out of the quaddy. I just uh, noticed before, Ron Duffy's made it his best bet. Yeah. 60 yeah, he, kilos. He was keen today, That the Duff on Deep Hall. Yep, he was keen. Davo, can you see it running a bold race? The, the Queensland visitor, he's got a great turn of foot. He's got a ton of speed, doesn't he? We saw that at Ipswich where he ran a really good overall rating and fast time there and strong late splits. The run in the Ramorni, he just got too far back. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more late all the same in that style of race. Um, I think he maps well enough here. He brings that different form and he, he's got to go in the quaddy. I don't. I think he's short enough, personally. Um, look, Insurrection's the horse to, to beat. I couldn't really give you a push for Garrison, but he's $18, so... Um, you know, I'm not going to pot him either. But, uh, look, Insurrection's the one to beat. But the, the bet in the race for me, the only bet I could have and I have had, um, is Curtis Island down the bottom there. He's, he's, he's so well exposed, sure, but he's tied to the hip here with Insurrection. I mean, mm. he's, had, he's had two, or he's had, you know, track and distance runs this prep. He's run second Insurrection. He's run second Iona Murr. Um, and then last time out, he's wide out the back and just never worked out for him. Here he gets the inside draw again, which is where he really reacted against Insurrection. And he meets him five kilos better off as well. And he just needs that bit of sting out of the track. So the fact it's still a five this morning, it's not going to be rock hard, which is really important for him. I, I think he's the one that's silly odds here. And, um, yeah, they went up 26. I was happy to take that. And even, even the sort of 17s, 18s this morning, he's the only bet I could have in the race. Okay. Well, what about Rupertar? Yeah, good, good fresh job. and love the goes, trial. Goes well uh, fresh, yeah. 52 can definitely feature here, and that's why I'm a little bit guarded about, you know, taking shorts about insurrection because mm. I think Rupertar's ready to go here as well, and her figures stack up really well fresh as well. Yeah, it was a sharp trial by her at Kembler uh, during the week by Rupertar. Um, Rubenocchi might control Insurrection's fate a little bit. Rubenocchi drawn on the outside of Insurrection. We've seen her on a few occasions. She can be really sharp into stride, Rubenocchi, and she goes up to soften Insurrection. Yeah, it might change the dynamic of the race a bit. Interesting with Garrison, they've been running over 1,200 and then the 1,300 metre win, 1,300 last week and dropping back in trip. Um, 
he's probably going to be leaders back uh, in the run here over on the inside and we know he'll be strong at the finish there uh, coming into this with a longer distance form. Just bearing in mind this is 1,100 metres today. Yeah, yeah, not a bad shout, Darren. Obviously 1,100 tempo is different to 13 and Insurrection's a, a bit of a rocket so uh, he might be happy to just tag and get a nice sit. But yeah, interesting race, guys. Uh, I think we've covered it off pretty well there. Just having a flick over the text line here, I got a little bit of a rap about my scratching reading this morning, which really excited me, Darren. Oh, you beauty. Yeah, that gets yeah. me gets me back. Um, thanks to that listener who sent that one through. Um, Dave, is there, is there any topic more discussed or, or correspondence sent in than uh, how one host... Uh, no, it's, it's, it's dropped right off, Hells. It's dropped right off because I've... Man, really, I was copying you. Copied no, me. I've really you been concentrating. I'm yeah. really concentrating. I honestly the the most steadfast in my concentration I am all week is when I do the 10 minutes of the scratchings because I know they're important to our listeners. Um, so dead set, uh, if a bomb went off in here, I wouldn't even blink. I'd just keep reading. Don't worry about that, boys. Uh, I'm locked in uh, when I'm doing those. So thanks for that. Was Ian Craig's wife, uh, Marilyn, Marilyn Carragher back then, that was her. Yeah. She'd do the scratchings every morning on 2KY. Does Maz ever uh, give you a little critiquing on it? Yes, I, I'd, be, look, I'd, I'd be open to critiquing critiquing from anyone, to be honest, uh, on how to better the product uh, for our listeners. I'm absolutely uh, locked into providing the best scratching service possible. Dave, I got a little rap there uh, as well earlier. Um, Hogger really liked his analysis in regards to Mogo Magic, where he went on a sermon preaching how he was under the odds today, Dave. You've got to have an opinion, don't you? Oh, yes. And, and you, you know, sometimes you're right, sometimes you're wrong, and he could come out and bolt in today and you get it wrong. But, um, yeah, like, like I said, you know, they're, they're the things that I focus on in terms of times and things like that and looking at potential ways the races could be run. And I just think there's far too much risk there at $2.30. Mm. One listener suggesting Kelsonator... Um has got you under the thumb. Uh, you've got to make your own decisions. Um, that was Hatchie from the Heights, but also said great win last week, boys. So, um, you know, it comes in both ways. Dave, waves this morning for yourself? I was, uh, I've got to give the Kelsonator a wrap, actually. Uh, oh, yeah. in the, uh, and I'll give a little plug to the, the uh, Gosford Musical Society, 9 to 5. If you like your musicals, get down to uh, the Gosford uh, the musical the next couple of weeks. I went last night and opening night of the, the musical she's in, 9 to 5, and gee, it was... Uh, a very proud moment. She does an amazing job, and they they, they were awesome. I, I must admit, guys, when I before I met Kels, I'd never gone to a musical in my life, and Kels is like, right into that musical theatre and performs and and loves going to it. And um, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's quite enjoyable. Outstanding, mate. I'll tell you one, recognise you, David. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, uh, the, the guy next to me, we both, uh, at the, at, in the intermission, both got the phone out watching the old ashes in the intermission, so there's a bit of a laugh about that. Um, I think the Maldi's open, boys. Um, yeah. Hurls, it's, um, it's open. I think we better pick on this one today. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Okay, so this is what we've got. We've got uh, race one, and it's shaken. Race number uh, yeah, I'll go again. I'll do it in this order as it's listed. Uh, race 10, Banana Queen. Race 7, Tintuki. Race 9, King of the Castle. And race 1, Shaken. It is now open. $50 max. We'll give you a dividend of $4.50. It has just opened. Go to Sports. Today's offers on the website. Excuse me. And on the tab app, racing and racing offers. And just go bang, it is open. But be quick, maximum of $50. Beautiful. Good luck if you're taking it. Davo? 
what's this four dollars fifty? Let's have a bit uh, a bit hurt, are they? After last week, five dollars with us, and I think that we've got to give the old punters panel a little bit of a wrap. I think they got theirs home at thirteen dollars. Yes. So they must be they must be feeling a little bit hurt after last week. Four dollars fifty. Come on, get to five dollars, lads. <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah, no, no, he's, given, he's definitely given us a twist on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just taking $1,000 at 360 on Shaken in the opener too there, Luke. Oh, okay. So it's very popular today, Darren, this Shaken. So she should be. Yes, yes. Uh, off that great win at Wyong and had been trolling the house down as well. How are you going for time, Davo? I'm good. I'm good. Hanging good. around. I've, I've got, uh, yep, all good. So all right. Well, a few, we've had a few texts about the Ashes. Um, how are we travelling uh, in this fifth test? Uh, I see the Twitter's been busy as well with your thoughts. Yeah, we've got to be in front, but... Oh, we are by two. Yeah, but gee, it was disappointing last night. I mean, had a real chance to ramp home the advantage, and I know it was tough batting conditions in the middle there, but <clears throat> some, some plain shots, and, and then no-one wanted to hang around with Smith. Luckily, Cummings had the had the sort of brains to be able to go, yep, this is the situation. We've got to hang around with Smith. And, gee, we're lucky that the tag wailed there after Smith got out. We mm. did a really good job. I mean, we were 7 for 180, and, and all of a sudden we, we take a 12-run lead into the second innings. I think the key is, two keys, one is Mo and Ali's injured, so, you know, he, he'll bat, but I don't think he'll bowl. So that's, that's a big, big, you know, thing for Australia. And, and the other factor is, even though we batted so slowly and we could have batted quicker when Marnus and, and uh, Kawaja are out there, they have bowled 100 overs in that first innings in a fifth test, so there's some pretty tight bowlers in that England team. So if we can contain them to 250, even close to 300 in this second second innings, I think we're, we're a huge show because there's going to be some tired bodies in that in that last inning for the England bowlers. There you go. To those who ask, there's the, the latest from Davo on the uh, fifth test. Uh, Darren, everything okay there? A bit of rattling going on in the box. Well, here. it's <laughs> funny. Uh, many weeks ago, uh, my phone charger, which I always leave in the box here at Randwick, vanished, disappeared. <laughs> oh Someone's liberated it. <laughs> oh, was Anyhow, that yours, it's just, was it? <laughs> it reappeared. <laughs> so I thought, here we go. Could this be any uh, thought, coincidence that I called the trials this I week? Thought, and, I, I thought, who called the last of the trials here? <laughs> Well, what have you done to it? Sorry, I I thought it was mine. Put it in the iPad and there's nothing. Oh, no. It's broken. You break a phone charger. I'm incriminating myself for theatre only. It it wasn't me, I swear. Uh, I swear it it wasn't me, but um, I did notice the charger sitting there at the trials yesterday. I always bring my own, but... I think there was another one plugged in down the bottom as well, Darren. Just check. Um, I, there was two up there from what I could yes, see. So, yes, yes. So I put the other one in the bag. The, um, charger B will have to come back into play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Always have a backup, boys. Um, mm. Text here about the highway. And a good te- uh, text too from uh, from Docs here. Hey, guys, I think there's a couple over the odds there. Cepedo Beauty's one, down to 53 kilograms, went well in its first highway, only beaten two lengths. Just Go Bang and Wizard of Oz. Uh, maybe we include these horses in first four, etc. Obviously, the favourites, they also look quality. Great field, great value. Salire second against Mogo Magic too. I thought it was a better run that day. So I think... Docs is right, guys. I think it's a deep highway. Um, obviously, Melody again, she's got work to do on this map, Davo. And look, I'm not saying she can't win, but she, she is mapping in a negative position. And, and some of these outsiders, I thought Tags was a good roughie as well. So it's a, a real deep highway this week. How did you see it? 
Yeah, it's really competitive, isn't it? Um, yeah, a little sneaky run from Tags there the other day. Wasn't at the last mm. 200. Uh, I agree with Melody again. Her biggest problem is she doesn't jump that well. And from that gate, she's going to be a long, long way off them, I think. So I can't really come into her at that at the price as a result. Safito Beauty, I think, a talent and a real classy horse. Just 1,200 fresh off the soft trial. The little concern I have there. I agree with Salira. I ended up landing on him. I think he's got to make use of his gate, guys. They keep getting him too far back. I mean, he doesn't jump that badly, but they just want to ride him a long way back, and some of that's been barrier-dependent, but I think when he's drawn a gate in the past, they just haven't used, utilised it enough for mine, so he's going to run out 1,200, but I think he can be midfield today with Nash aboard and um, you know some decent form lines of, of later round Omni Man and, and horses like that, but I agree. I think it's wide. You know, the trial purse will be all over Wizard of Oz off the trials. But for me, he's always trialled like that. So I can't give him a big a big tick up off that. But um, concede he has been trialling nicely. And, uh, yeah, there's, you know, Take the Kitty was just as good, if not better, in my opinion. The Melody again the other day was held up and hit the line sectionally wise better than Melody again. So it's a chance if it gets a, uh, gets a good run. So, yeah, I think, I think it's very, very competitive, this highlight. Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, I put Melody again on top, but uh, in hindsight, I keep looking at Take the Kitty's performance in that same race. Aru somehow clung on to beat uh, Melody again, but Take the Kitty was charging home into third, so the three of them all match up again. I, I decided to drop Salire just for the fact that he's had four goes at 1,200 metres now. He's been placed twice, but he hasn't been able to, to win one of them. Those dynamic wins have either, been a, either over 1,000 or 1,100 metres uh, so far. Tricky race today. Mm. Uh, your thoughts, Earls, uh, if any? Um, yeah, look, the gates, obviously, against Melody again. I still can't believe it got rolled last start. Yeah. Um, but that's uh, oh, the reality. Uh, I know you felt my pain as well. Um, yeah, away from that, yeah, I, I, I thought... Um, yeah, take your point about the distance there for Sapito Beauty, but I thought it was a good chance. Uh, just a uh, honky wanted us to read the multi again, so I'll do that for you, uh, honky. We've got uh, Banana Queen race ten. That's from that's you, Hurls. Um, Davo is Tintuki race seven. Flindell is King of the Castle uh, race nine, and I'm Shaken race one. Race one Shaken. So that's the multi this week. Four dollars fifty. Uh, is it still open, Hurls? Uh, yes, it is. Perfect. Much longer. Um, LP from Manly Centre Beauty, guys, uh, as well, just in regards to the Musical Society. I can't, I, I can't read it on air, but I've put that in the group chat for you. Appreciate that one, LP. That's a beauty. Dave, I will be wrapped uh, to learn of uh, that little plot twist. Um, and there's another one. Um, yeah, actually, we've had Sven has um, echoed a similar thought. So this is good radio. No one knows what I'm talking about. But um, anyway, uh, there's a good little community up there by the sound of it, um, which is fantastic to see. Darren, uh, what's your best today? Because uh, we had a text a little bit earlier um, for a listener who was wanting to keep it simple today with a couple of shorties, thought that Insurrection into Banana Queen was a nice multi, good way to play it today. Um, are you sort of echoing those thoughts or is there something else? I I wouldn't be too hot on the uh, on the multi Insurrection uh, as we really did dissect the race now. I'm, I've got Insurrection on top but I'm starting to waver a little bit there. I'm not wavering on Banana Queen though I made her my best bet. Love the trial, race 10 number 3. Beautiful, mate. Um, what about for you, Davo? Is there a standout? Uh, look, I think... Oh, well, I thought Tintuki was the best value, but it's dried up now, really. I, I think the 
today. I think the best is actually up north, Kanazawa, race four, number three at Eagle Farm. I mean, here he is, guys, with genuine Saturday creds uh, in Sydney last time out, last preparation, form around, think about it, um, good return, and here he is in a class three set weights race with 57 on his back, second up. Um, you know, outback action is just going fairly for mine, so... I thought he was the good thing. And keep an eye on this race six, number four, Freedom Rally at Eagle Farm as well, guys. This could be a really, really nice horse. Um, okay. $1.40. I think he, if, you, if you're playing your multis, uh, oh, gee, I think he might start at $1.28. And um, his win last time out was that of a, a subsequent stakes horse. So if he's able to reproduce that, they'll, they won't get within three lengths of him. So um, interesting to see. But, uh, yeah, look, he looks really exciting, race six, number four up there, if you're looking for multis. But race four, number three, Kanazawa, my best at the farm. Uh, new no, stable no Tony over. B this afternoon. <laughs> what was that, Hells? Tony B got rolled last week. Oh, oh, six to four, three. Can you believe it? He, he doesn't try, does he? Oh, he's just not that good. He, guy. Never, he no. never looked. He got an absolute peach of a run. Great ride, and just completely and utterly turned it up. Yeah, I don't think he's hey. that genuine, Davo. Oh, he's just not that good. He's fine. Like. I don't, I don't think it's genuine's an issue. I just think he's, like, you look at the races he come out of Sydney and they were all pretty foxy. Like, they weren't strong races. And, oh, gee, I went up there. I, I wanted, uh, I couldn't find anything to, to back to sort of, you know, I wasn't super keen on an edge in the market. But, um, yeah, when he went up there, no surprise to see him get rolled because I just don't think he's that good. Mm, I'd, I'd have to disagree. I think he has a think. I really do. Um, but we can't agree on everything, can we? Nope. Nope, that's the beauty of our sport, boys. Different opinions, create a market, create a bit of chat, and uh, it's been great chat on the text line. Um, We're nearing the end of the show. Appreciate all the text messages uh, from our listeners this morning. Thanks for being involved with the show. If you've taken the multi today, good luck. Uh, We're looking for two straight. And, Darren, um, you, you, you seem very confident. You're very happy with this multi today, aren't you? I am. And I actually think with the prices that they are, the 450 Seems all right, really. Uh, we got $5 last week, and Smart Little Miss was $12, a $12 chance. So I thought the 5 was a bit mean last week, but the four is fine today. Absolutely. Well, mate, good calling. Thanks for being a part of the show again. Um, enjoyed it, as always. Uh, one of my favourite parts of the week, uh, behind the gates, uh, just chewing the fat about Randwick, having a laugh, and finding a winner along the way. So enjoy Randwick. Speaking of along the way and uh, mm. catch you on the roundabout and that, can you play that Paul Ambrosoli ad again before you go to Paul for the... Um, no, no, no. <laughs> that one just before 10 o'clock, that was a perler. Well, I thought we were going to play the Jackano ad. Um, did you invoice for that oh, one? Just been doing the rounds. Jackano. Yeah, I'm getting a few wind-ups about that around town. <laughs> Give us one before you go. Come on. Give us a jack and Oh, jack and <laughs> <laughs> Good calling today, Darren. Over and out. There he goes, uh, jack and um, Dave-O, thanks for being a part of the show again. Uh, we'll hear you on Sky Racing 1 a bit later. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, looking forward to that this afternoon. Good luck to everyone. Um, yeah, hope it's, a, hope it's a winning day for all. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we can find a few winners. Good on you, mate. Uh, and Hurls, uh, under duress. Uh, thanks for being with us, mate. No, mate, that's all right. I, I love doing it as well, but, yeah, geez, you don't appreciate your health till you're crook. Oh, 100%. But, um, anyway, mate, we're worried mate, about you. We're worried about you. Get, get well, all right. Mate. Strong get... constitution, mate. See you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's been behind the gates. we got to go. I'm worried about hills. <laughs> Group 1 Coolmore Stunt Stakes winner Exceedance are making big impressions with breakers, pre-trainers and trainers. Exceedance will be the go-to stallion when his two-year-olds hit the track. So call Vinery now on 02-6543-833. Need a forklift? Don't just get a forklift, get a Toyota forklift. Toyota is the world's number one forklift brand with a great range of pallet jacks, walkie stackers and reach forklifts right up to their leading Toyota counterbalance forklifts. Legendary reliability and safety with cleaner, greener electric options. Toyota can tailor the right forklift solution for you. It's all part of the Toyota forklift advantage. For more, visit toyotamaterialhandling.com.au. Get a Toyota forklift. G'day, it's Sean Garlic here from Garlow's Pies. The best thing about our pies is the deliciously flaky pastry on top, a bottom which is rolled extra thin, and a filling which is bursting with flavour. Plenty of flavours to choose from, like lean beef, curry beef, sausage rolls. We even have junior pies that we can give to the whole family. Find us in the Coles and Woolworths chilled meals section. And if you can't find us, ask for us by name. Garlow's Pies, we're thin on pastry, we're big on meat. Star Turn is the perfect outcross stallion. Star Turn starred for Vinery at this year's sales. He averaged over nine times his service fee at the majors and his yearlings sold up to $550,000. Get bang for your buck. Talk to Vinery. 02 6543 where do you go for all the biggest and best brands like King G, Hard Yakka, FXD and Steel Blue? Totally Workwear Rydal Me. With winter here, now is the time to get in store and check out the massive range of pants, jackets and jumpers. Just what you need to keep warm this winter. Does your workwear branding need a freshen up? Get in store and talk to Darren and the team. Open till 7pm every weekday. Totally Workwear Rydal Me, 279 Victoria Road, opposite Bunnings and Maccas. Your one-stop winter workwear shop. Only place to catch the very best equine superstars from around the globe. First time, every time, is right here. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. The biggest sporting event in the Northern Territory. Racing in the Cup. The Darwin Cup. And away they go as the gates fall back. 1991. Simonini starting to stretch out nicely. Silver Shark went to the front from it again, Benny. Simonini can't pick them up. Then instant policy and painted ocean. It's Silver Shark and hit again, Benny. On the National Racing Service. This is Racing HQ with Luke Marlow on Sky Sports Radio. Paul Ambrosoli next uh, on uh, Racing HQ with the DeWortley competition. Text about Darren calling the planes as well. Have you all heard this, listeners? Uh, Flindell called two aeroplanes coming into land. It's on the Sky Racing social media. Like, Nick's looking at me like he doesn't know about it. Have you not heard it, Nick? Oh, it's outstanding. It's absolutely outstanding. So um, I should have asked him about that before he uh, he signed off, but I might try and get him back and ask him about it. But, yeah, there's these two planes coming in for landing on a runway and... They're like side by side, and he's back. Actually, he's on the line. Before we get to PA, Darren, tell what happened here. Tell us about this. This is this is very funny. This is very well. Funny. I woke up on Thursday morning looking at the Twitter feed, and it was the usual doom and gloom. Another shooting in Sydney, the Greyhound saga in Adelaide, the Voice vote, and I thought, oh, everything's just so damn depressing. And then all of a sudden, this has popped up: two two planes landing in San Francisco airport, and I found a little bit 
you know, you sort of sometimes as a caller, you, you call little things just in your own mind. And then I thought, oh, we might have a little bit of fun with this for the boys. And <laughs> I had no idea it was going to go viral. <laughs> oh, it's outstanding. It's so funny. The vision's on Sky Racing, guys, if you want to have a listen. And Nick, do you reckon we could play it after PA? Yeah, we'll get it. We're going to play it. We'll play it. It was some of your best work, Darren. Uh, no doubt our man was uh, well involved with this. Dre, he loves it. Yes, yeah. Yes. It, it put, it, Dre's the one that brought it to life. <laughs> Unfortunately, the pilot for Alaska, he dropped his hands and cost him the race. Yeah, it was Alaskan Airlines and United Airlines, and they were coming in together, and it was a ding-dong battle to the line. Um, gee, he dropped his hands, I think, the pilot on Alaska, Darren. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, just idle, switched off the last little bit and got nailed. Gold, mate. We'll play it after Paul Ambrosoli. It was very funny. See you, mate. There goes Darren Flindell. Uh, we'll play that for you, listeners. Uh, stay tuned for that. But Paul Ambrosoli's online for our Debordley competition. Now, how are you, PA? Oh, all the, absolutely all the better for listening to that. Uh, what was the South Australian Greyhound saga? Oh, I'm not sure. No, I'm not oh, sure no, about that enough. one. I think it's okay. uh, there's a bit of bit doing in the news. Uh, we'll let you know off air. But, uh, fair uh, enough. Okay, right. That's all right. No, that's okay. No, no, we're here for the, the most important part of the day. Exactly. Let's uh, do the it. The Debortley quiz. I mean, you can win a twin pack of famous Debortley wine from the Windy Peaks table, in fact. And all you'd have to do is answer a simple question. I've got to tell you this, Lucas, mm. because you know as well as I do, we, nobody knows the question, the answer or anything until about five minutes before the program when the only people who know it are the producers. And I was idling along yesterday and one of my good friends was idling along. He said, hello, how are you, Paul? I said, not too bad. He said, hey, he asked me the question that I get asked time and time again every week. And he said, can you just give me a leg up? What's the, what's the topic of the, of, the, of the quiz tomorrow? So I've got a chance, you know. And I said, you know, you should know that this it doesn't happen this way because, uh, you know, it, 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 nobody knows the answer. He said, well, can't you give me a lead in? I said, absolutely not. You'll get down to the pub and tell somebody and then everybody will know the, the wrong thing. So I said, no, you can't. So after I did that, I said, anyway, you're going to be on the road tomorrow. Where are you going? He said, Kempsey. I said, can you win? He said, yes, I can. So to Philippe Vigoro. Uh, major shareholder in the Tara and Felipe Bigaro uh, stable. Uh, you know, the point being that, you know, I'll now give you up because he's going to Kempsey. I said, can the horse win? He said, yes. So the horse's name is Tillman. So give Philippe a, a hard ride because he couldn't get, he didn't get any clues whatsoever for the, for the quiz today. Okay, and the quiz is very simple. And you know, you, you don't even know the answer, do you, uh, Luke? I do not. Yes, yeah, so no. that's a point. So, so you go, you, 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 we're flying for a sheep station here. Uh, now, the thing <laughs> here is, with the quiz today, last week we were talking about sport uh, and all the sporting names that were in the, in, the, in the races. Today, it's all the movies that are in the races today. So that's what it's got to do with the movies. Here's the question. I am racing today at Randwick. What is my name? I am part of a very famous saying by a very famous person. What is my name? The clue is, Bond is the name, James Bond. And that's the only clue I'm giving you, okay? That's the only clue I'm giving you. I'm racing today at Randwick. What is my name? I'm part of a famous saying from uh, an equally famous person, and that is James Bond. 
So tell me what is the name that I'm racing today. And, of course, you know, always remember that if you're going to have friends over today or tomorrow for lunch and you want to impress them, always impress them with a bottle of Windy Peak. I mean, the Pinot Grigio is just lovely. Uh, the Shiraz is beautiful and smooth. I do not know. I know I say this. I've been saying it for 100 years because that's how long De Bortley's been in the country. But I really do not know how they make the value wine they do. Uh, because you, you would swear blind to be, uh, if you had your eyes blindfolded, you'd think you were drinking a, something out of a, you know, out of a, a cost structure of about 10 times as much. Have we got a winner yet? I don't believe we do, no. Uh, Steve's working the phones. He's working the phones, uh, our man Steve, but still no really? winner, PA. Still no winner. I wonder if he's got the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hang I on, hang on. There's movement I here. I didn't even check. I didn't check that. I didn't check that. No, no. I think he's. Uh, I think we've got a winner. Yeah. We're just getting details. I can see Steve scribbling down uh, right. the name, and Nick is about to let me know who it is. Very, very. Now, soon. I, I said to you, it was part of a famous saying by a famous person. Bond is my name, James Bond. He is the famous person. What's one of his famous famous sayings? Even I know this, and I have never seen a James Bond movie in my life, but I know this. I know the answer to it. No good? Yep. Hasn't got the name? We've got Fred from Austral, who is our winner. That's just be confirmed, PA. Fred from Austral. Fred from Austral. Have we ever had a Fred win here? Uh, yeah, the only Fred I know is, uh, is Blind Freddy or Fred Hastings. <laughs> well, they're the same person, aren't they? <laughs> they're, not, they're not related. No, it was, a, <laughs> it was a joke up with Fred, you know. <laughs> we used to say, if you ever call the, the wrong winner in a photo, you're Blind Freddy. Oh. But he never called the wrong winner, so we never got to say it to him, you know. <laughs> uh, it was, it, it's, it's happened to all of us. Occupational yeah, hazard. Oh, well, geez. Well, it nearly happened to, uh, to Darren when he nearly called the wrong blind winner. Yeah. Um, now... <laughs> Uh, yeah, Fred from Austral, good luck to you. It's in the first race. It's called Shaken. Shaken, not stirred. Was that not a famous saying by uh, James Bond? Love it, mate. Love it. And it'll be okay. hard to beat today too, Shaken. Well, Shaken is the one. Shaken until then. There's a double for you. All righty. We've got Peter Ellis coming up from South Australia or somebody there that I'm taking yep. the time off and they're all going to absolutely be cursing me to blazes. Okay, thank you, peoples. Good morning all. See you next week. Good on your PA. Paul Ambrosoli there with our debortally competition for another week. Shortly, Tim Owens. But before that, uh, now, I'll paint the picture for you, listeners. This is Flindell's call of these two planes coming into land. They're two planes. They're coming in on separate runways, but it looks to the naked eye like they're like head and head. Uh, it's on the Sky Racing Twitter. If you want to have a look at the vision, you can hear it. I hope the radio has the same effect, but let's have a listen to Darren Flindell calling these two planes coming into land in the US. What a great race this has been. They've got 500 to go. And Alaska on the near side. Three lengths clear from United. Alaska holding a good lead. 400 to go now. And Alaska two lengths clear from United. They scatter the birds. Alaska getting the nose in the air a little bit now. Might have hit some wind shear. Alaska a length in front. United's really rallying the inside as they've ridden here by Nashua Willa. United's not giving up. Alaska in front about a business class margin, a first class margin. United lunges on the inside and got up. Right on the line, United dropped the nose wheel down where it counted and nailed Alaska who looked home. Racing HQ, Trading Places with senior trader Tim Owens. Yeah, some gold there from Flindell as we get to Tim Owens. Uh, Tim, uh, as I say, good morning to you. Another deep round with card. 
Yeah, certainly is, Luke, and a lot to look forward to. There's a bit of a hint of spring in there. We've got some nice types resuming, so looking forward to it. Some good batting races as well. Super, mate. Nine minutes to the first, where number five, Estriella, is 280. Yeah, most of the money this morning has been with Estriella. She's the one we've been generally keeping safer in the market out of her and Shaken. They've sort of clearly taken a hold of this market, those two horses. Just feel as Estriella's maiden win had a bit more depth than what Shaken beat at Wyong. And the fact John Allen flew up for the one ride that day shows there's been a big opinion of this filly the whole way through, Luke. With that, we're happy to take on Shaken a little, just starting to get out in the market now. Had the favours at Wyong there, and from a widest gate, not sure exactly where she'll get to. So this race, Mark, uh, sorry, Luke, we're taking on Shaken and keeping Estriella reasonably safe. All right, what about race two, the midway? Um, you might have $8 the field here, and I get it. This is a real puzzle. Yeah, and it really sat that way most of the week, Luke. There wasn't really a lot of interest in this race early. There has been one they've come for this morning, that being Vane and Vader. Best back to now outright favourite at that 550. Does have the right racing style, being an on-pacer, drawn to effect in gate one, so a bit to like about it. Uh, but just in a raffle of a race, I'm not sure anything will start sub sort of that five six dollar range. If there's one we're happy to keep safe, it's probably Doctor Evil. He's been very well back this morning, so happy to cop the tip there. Maps a treat today from gate five and running consistently in this sort of a grade, and we know he's a horse that bobs up from time to time. So it looks to have conditions to suit today, Doctor Evil. Race three, the highway. Yeah, strong highway, I think, this week, Luke. And I think the key form reference is that race where Zaru defeated Melody again. Zaru had the right run there, while Melody again, probably a bit stiff not to win. With that weight swing, I think Melody again's rightly ahead of Zaru in the market, but I think Zaru is getting out to too big of a price at around that $9 mark. Just with Zach Lloyd sticking a decent gate again today, I think he's really not too badly in and could be valued now he's near double figures. Also happy to keep Solire reasonably safe here with that form around Omni-Man and Mogo Magic. With that, we're happy to take on Melody again a little here. Just 440 out to 460 this this morning. Have to get back a fair way from that wide gate and not sure she'll be able to make up the ground today. think punters might get $5 or even a touch better about her late, Luke. What about race number four today at Randwick? Yeah, interesting betting race. Happy to take on this favourite decadent tail at around that 350 mark. Not often you see a horse that's well beaten in a midway at its prior start come out favourite in a benchmark race next time around. While she should appreciate the extra trip here, Luke, just think with most of her form being that midway or provincial class, struggle to see her starting as short as she is now, and I think the market will take her on late. The, possibly just overplaying the, the Zach Lloyd factor here a touch, I think. With that, we're happy to keep Masquerade reasonably safe. Good money for her throughout the week, and the booking of J-Mac raises some eyebrows. Her first up run had some merit in it, suggesting she's up to a race like this and might have just needed that run second up, uh, extending out in trip to this 1,800 metres. Money is on there to suggest she'll run well. Whereas Ida is the class mayor of the race and gets in well after that claim, I think she'll be the one hitting the line hardest late. All right, that's race number four. The fifth race on the program, 1,800 metres. Yeah, well back earlier in the week, this favourite, Mutamani, Luke, but that's just started to dry up a little this morning. 
not particularly one we're keen to take on, but do think punters might get around that $4 late or so. Probably gets the right run from an inside gate and has more upside than the opposition he faces here, we think. All his Australian runs has had some merit and looks a typical Waller import capable of progressing through his grade. So with that, we're happy to take on the second pick in Touristic. Just feel he's had his chances at most recent run and I think Mudamani has the better map of the two today. Most of the money has been on those two, Luke, but there's a bit of a speck around for Mahagoni. Runs this prep have been better than they look on paper, and we know he's competitive in this sort of a race when he's right. So at double figures there, could pre- could present some value. That's race number five. What about this sixth race on the program? Yeah, tough race for punters to sort out here, Luke. Pondering sort of steadily firming all the all week from around the $5 mark, got in a short shorter than 350 at one point now just getting back towards that four dollar range probably about as short as punters would want to take about him i'd think just with that big weight from a wide gate been okay at his past two but seemingly had every chance and chalton lane didn't exactly form frank the form from his last run last week luke so happy to take on this favorite a little plundering whereas the one we're happy to keep safe around him is probably vanellope and what is an even race very lightly raced and first up run had some merit. Looks to have some upside and there's been a steady enough stream of cash around for her this morning, suggesting she can improve. Okay, Tim, how are you handling race seven where Mogo Magic is 240 and pretty short here? Yeah, certainly is short. Very well back throughout the week, but just started to drift out a little this morning from that from 220 to that 240 at the moment. Wouldn't surprise to see this continue, and we are happy happy to take him on a little at that short price. Just think it's a big ass stepping up in grade with the 60 kilos. Clearly he's better than highway grade, but I think this is a tough race to sort of extend beyond that range in. Was good first up, but his highway win last prep actually rated better. Would have liked to have seen him put a bit more of a margin on them before taking such a short price in this race. Whereas the one we're happy to keep safe here is Tintuki. Blew out to a big price, sort of close to double figures during the week, but this was corrected over the last couple of days. Now sits a clear second picket, 440. Probably around the right price now, but not one we're keen to take on. Matt's a lot better today, and the SP last start suggests there's still a bit of upside there, Luke. So happy to take on Mogo Magic a little while keeping Tintuki safe. All right, uh, race number eight at Randwick. Yes, and probably the best-backed runner across the card today, Insurrection. And we think surely rock bottom odds at around that. It was sort of around that 220 earlier. We pushed him out to 250, and we're going to make him our lay of the day, Luke. Obviously done a good job at his past two from those wide gates, but I think it's tough to do that again today, stepping up in grade. The horse he beat last time, and Brudenell also was beaten last week. The $3 plus we bet earlier in the week was perhaps a touch of overs, but I think he has to get beyond this uh, $2.50, maybe the $2.70, $2.80 range. Just think this is a much better race than what he faces past couple with several of these boasting black type form. With that, we are happy to keep Deep Poor safe in this one, Luke. Was well backed in the Ramorni and maps to get settle a little closer today from the gate. All right, lay of the day there, which is in race eight insurrection, race nine. Yeah, another open race here, Luke. Stonecoat been very well back this morning from sort of $5 into $3.50 range. Now just getting back out towards $4. Probably does get control here, but I think at around that $4 mark, not a lot of value left in that quote, despite the weight swing against 
against the likes of Tazarel. Not sure that race won by Tazarel last start will be the right form here. The ones we're happy to keep safe in this race is probably Battleton, first of all, around that 650 mark. Last start was a complete forgive job and should have gone close to beating Stone Coat a couple of runs ago. Whereas the other one probably is King of the Castle, who's similar to Battleton. They've drawn the two inside gates. I think they'll get the camp on them and will come over the top of them late. What about the last, Tim? Uh, race number 10. Yes, been well-backed all week, this favourite banana queen, Luke. Bottomed out as short as 260 this morning, but just eased out to that 290 the last hour or so. Like the recent trial and should get the right run from the gate, but not sure punters will want to take too short of odds about her first up here. With the mare of her quality, no doubt there's black type goals over third or later in the prep. But from the trial, she should be ready to go first up. I think punters might get a touch above $3 at some stage, but don't think she blows too heavily. Whereas the one we're probably happy to keep safe here is Mirror View from that inside gate. Form around the likes of Vienna Princess, we feel uh, rates well enough for this sort of a race, Luke. Fantastic. Tim, sorry for that pause too, just a tech issue at my end. But just recapping the lay of the day. Yeah, lay of the day, inundation, uh, sorry, insurrection race eight. Uh, now it sits $2.50. think punters may get a couple of rolls better later in the day, but very happy to take on insurrection lay of the day, Luke. Fantastic, Tim. Thanks for your time and have a good day. Thank you very much, Luke. Cheers for having me on. Pleasure, mate. Uh, let's get now to Randwick for race number one. They're at the barrier. Estriella for Dylan Gibbons, number five, $2.80. Six shaken at $3.30 on the second line. Now three twenty, so very solid is shaken. 13 untouchable legend at $8. So he's cleared for takeoff, clear the runway, because Darren Flindell is about to call race one at Randwick. Dylan Gibbons. Dylan's on our first favourite, though. Estriella. Estriella priced at 280. Zach Lloyd on the big danger shake and has been the big shortener now, down to $3.20. So they're moving in. Desperately has arrived at the start, so they start up calling them into line. Yeah, thanks, Greg. Welcome to the coverage here today at Randwick. Beautiful day weather-wise coming up. Porter Rose is going in. But both Estriella and Shaken, they made huge impressions with their debut, uh, with their maiden wins on the Provincials. Estriella went to Gosford and Shaken went to Wow. They were both very deep maidens. And uh, now the pair go head-to-head, -head, as do Dylan Gibbons and Zach Lloyd. Zach Lloyd is placing the second favourite shaken into the gates. Voss Savant about to move in. Voss Savant going forward. And Estriella is one of the, the last four to go forward. Untouchable legend out of line with Infatuation. Infatuation tried really well at Hawkesbury recently behind How Dare You. And How Dare You was a good winner at Canterbury on Wednesday. So a form line there for infatuation. And Cabalas, although finishing a second last on debut at Canterbury, had no luck there. So untouchable legend, trained by the Hawks family, is the last to move in. And last year's a champion apprentice, Tyler Schiller, in the saddle. So we're just about ready. Racing for the last time this season at Ramwick. There's the light. And the two-year-olds are good to go. Estriella the favourite. Just a bit happening in the gates there. 
Ready now. And they're racing. Estriella jumps sharp. So did uh, Shaken Wide out and desperately handled the start well. Zach Lloyd going forward on Shaken. A length in front early from Estriella who looks quite content to hand up in second spot. Although he slams the brakes here on Shaken. Desperately three wide in third. Couple off to Sounds of Heaven. Cabalas into a clear fifth. Then infatuation on the outside of Zali Portarosa, untouchable legend. And a gap back to Vos Savant. And three lengths to Destructive D. So it's shaken in front of Estriella. The two favourites are half length between the pair coming around the turn. Sounds of heaven then from desperately. Cabala's peeling wide. Infatuation the deepest as they swing for home now. It's shaken on the inside of Estriella. Nothing between the pair. Zach Lloyd on shaken. Gibbons goes full bore and Estriella. And now Cabala's is starting to run on. Inside the 250. Shaken in front. Cabala's could be the danger. Estriella starting to lift now. It's Cabala's and Estriella. Estriella, Cabalas, Cabalas with a nose in front and Cabalas just beat Estriella. A gap back to Shaken third, followed then by uh, Vos Savant after a margin from Untouchable Legend, Destructive Diva, then Portarosa. Further back to Infatuation, a gap to Desperately and Sounds of Heaven. Ah, Cabalas. No luck at all at Canterbury on debut, but James McDonald uh, lining up. For his seventh Sydney Premiership, James McDonald has gone past the two young gun apprentices and will score a very narrow victory here over Estriella, who showed tremendous fight. Tremendous fight on the inside, Estriella. For a moment, it looked like Shaken might be doing better than Estriella, but when Gibbons got serious, it lifted. Four is the winner, Cabalas. Four, five, and six. Thank you, Darren. Great theatre there. Uh, Dylan nearly pinched one um, on Estriella, but James McDonald wears him down on board Cabalas, and that's a nice second start in a race from him. Uh, we know the bad luck he endured at Canterbury, uh, but J-Mac goes on today, and he gets the job done. Showed a good turn of speed down the outside to win. Just awaiting those totes uh, to come up. We've got the first at Eagle Farm coming up soon. By the way, we did have a, a listener ask me about my horse today. I'm not sure why you'd want to do it to yourself but yes more than number one is in today i can tell you that he did jump out on tuesday and he's gone well they're very happy with him but we're just wanting to see um, him do something today he's off a disappointing failure where he had a lameness issue so just hopeful today that he can put in a good performance i'd definitely be hopeful more than expecting a good run but um, if you want to have something small each way i wouldn't talk you out of it on his best he can definitely be in and around the money uh, Cabalas, race one, Ramwick, number four, 14, 10, 290, beats five, Estriella at 140, six shaken, a dollar fifty third. Uh, that gets our first leg up for the behind the gates multi, so something there. And eight, Vos Savant, fourth. The other dividends, uh, including exactors, trifectas, etc., aren't yet through uh, on my system. Now they are Quinella, 1690, exactor, 5240, trifecta, 1730. First four, four, five, six, eight, $2,406.70. Let's get the Peter Ellis ahead of race one at Eagle Farm for the Quaddy Legs at Morfordville. How are you, Pete? I'm pretty good, Luke. Yourself? I'm well, mate. Uh, let's uh, start with race number six and your thoughts here. Yeah, competitive race. I'm with Electric Bell, uh, the Victorian. She just missed in a. A uh, much stronger uh, race at Caulfield two runs ago. and just ridden too close there at Sandown. Most recent start drops have been in weight. I've got Chicago Bear, the Danger Irish Import. Been a bit disappointing, but 
uh, was in the slow lane the other day at Caulfield, only beaten two and a half lengths. Uh, did win a 26-runner um, race at the current last year uh, over a mile. Giacconi, um three runs back from a break. Good effort last start. Finished in the Cronulla its first six runs. And Realtor in form on pace at take catching. So I was 7-3, 9 and 4. OK. What about the second leg? Yeah, pretty keen on showing uh, show some decorum. It's really good fresh at one of the Valley first up uh, last December, then one again first up at Sandown. Massive weight drop and been carrying big weights and drops to 52 with the claim barrier one. It was top weight at Mooney Valley today, so they've headed this way. I've got Karakasu, the danger classy sprinter on his day. He's been placed behind passive aggressive for Fleming the last year. He's got too far back first up, extra hundreds of plus. All about who? Backmarker, she charged home at Corpia last time, kept fresh in Sen, and Dothraki just um, found the class too strong at Warnable and gold, gold, in the Golden Topaz, those two feature sprints, uh, previous form was good. So I was 7, 6, 9 and 4. That's race 7, race 8, Morfordville. Yeah, I'm with uh, La Donsk uh, Rouge. Uh, she's got group form in Victoria. She's good first up. She did run second in the Red Roses of Flemish Nova, the Carnival, to beat the favourite exploring. Outside gates are concerned. Not as bad now with a few scratchings. Well, only two two-year-olds have won this race in the last 20 years. And, of course, Nature's Trip and Bedora both won in recent times. Um, I've got Bubble Palace going much better than his form would suggest. In traffic, two runs ago, then in the slow lane last start. And social conscience at 20 odd to 1 is underrated and it's worth throwing in. But I was 6, 5, 8, and 2. And what about the last leg race nine? Yeah, t- tough one to finish off. Almost sabermatic. It's in the slow lane. It's past few before a break. Uh, did win over the course and distance first up uh, in November. I've got Clamark the Danger, five year old. Only had the, the um, five starts, but two wins. Was very dominant there at Balaclava. Winning a benchmark race, benchmark 56. Merchant Boss, been mixing his distances, but got back to the 1,000 last start, heavily backed and got the money. And Kalashani Lad, his last run, he's a 12-year-old, hit the line hard there in a couple of runs at Werribee and just got too far back in a better race at, uh, at Lakeside. It'd be nice to see him finish on a, a winning note to one. So I was 6 2 eight. One thought the best, Luke, was... Uh, Race seven, number seven, shows some decorum, and the backup may be race eight, number six, La Dons Rouge. Fantastic. You have a great day, Peter. Thanks, Luke. All the best. There goes Peter Ellis with his thoughts on Morfordville today. Race one, Eagle Farm, pretty close. Simon Harris, another side. Hope you enjoyed the morning on Racing HQ Saturday. Plenty of great racing coming up your way. I hope you're back a winner and have a fantastic weekend. Here is uh, Eagle Farm, race one. See the, the jumping castles and what have you for the kids down there, so... Wonderful family atmosphere today at Eagle Farm. Now, Centaurus about to move in. A lot of lights, uh, blue and white colours in the field here. We wait for Jax Boone, Shemetti, Mashani Liper, Punisher, Misty Legend, and here's for the girls to move in. So at the moment, Misty Legend favourite ahead of Star Rax. They're both drifting late. Black Minto's been a real good late rally here. Number eight, 8.50 into five. Shemetti firming up late as well for Graham Green and Bubba Tilly, the master Jamie combo, and Santaris firming up late as well. So good betting affair to kick off the program. Now Mashani Light about to move in, and Shemetti the Punisher, Misty Legend, and Hayes for the girls will go forward and complete the line. So we've got four to move in for uh, race number one. So the Punisher about to go in. And uh, Shemetti, Mystic Legend, and headers for the girls to go forward. So it should get up to about 25 degrees here later on, so warming up.
Another month left of winter, but nice and warm today. Later on, getting up to 25, so warm for late July. Beautiful, fine and clear day. Good for rail out three. Still three to move in. The Punisher is about to go forward for Jimmy Orman, cracking it for the 100 Metro wins here for the season a couple of weeks ago. And nearly 200 right across the board. Now here's for the girls about to walk in and the favourite Mystic Legend to go forward and complete the line. Black Minto has been the go here. 8.50 into 4.80. Mystic Legend, drifting favourites about to go forward and the first of nine on Teddy Bear's picnic day about to get underway. Beautiful, fine and clear day and they're all in for the first of nine. Red light, 1,400. Race one. And they're all in. The gates open. They're racing. Black Minto the inside. Also, Star Rack began well. Master Plan third three. Wild held along. Followed further back then by Trapped Out as Shemetti. That's the inside as Jack's Boom. And further back there is Mashani Light. They're clear from Centaurus and the Punisher. A length and a half further back to Hayes for the girls. And Misty Legends gone back to the rear. Nine or ten lengths off the leader. So Black Minto heavily back lights in front by length and a half. And second Master Plan. Third is Star Rack and fourth outside. Shemetti, and they're clear from Jack's Boom. That's the outside, Mashani Light. Centaurus and the Punisher. He's for the girls and Misty Legend. So down the side is Black Minto here by length and a quarter. Second master plan and third is Star Racked and fourth outside Shemetti. A length and a half further back to Jack's Boom. Mashani Light's on the outside. Centaurus and the Punisher at the 5.50. Next the outside is Misty Legend creeping forward three wide. Still second last, about to five or six off the leader. Last of all is he's for the girls at the 400 metres mark. Black Mentos in front, seconds master plan. Shemetti on the outside making ground. Star Actors on the fence and Jack Spoomer's the next one. Looking for the way clear and further back to running home as Misty Legend right down the outside coming with a strong run. The inside Black Minto out wide on the track. Shemetti running home well as Misty Legend coming through. Jack's Boom, Jack's Boom, Shemetti, Misty Legend on the outside. Shemetti grabbing the lead light. Shemetti has won from Jack's Boom. Photo third between Black Minto and out wide Misty Legend followed further back by Star Racked and Hayes for the girls master plan the Punisher and then Centaurus and Mashani Light at the rear. So one uh, Shemetti there returns seven ninety and two forty for Bubba Tilly over nine Jack's Boom six dollars twenty thirds a camera between eight Black Minto a dollar eighty or three Misty Legend at a dollar and eighty cents. This is the National Racing Service with Simon Harrison. And good morning to you. Uh, lovely to have your company. Nicole Thomas joins me now at 28 minutes to midday. Nicole, good morning. Good morning to you, Simon. Right, let's take a look at some tab movers. We'll look at Randwick uh, and then move on to Eagle Farm. But first of all, Randwick, we're one race down and race two is the Midway Handicap, which is due in 22 minutes from now. And it looks a pretty open affair here, Nick. It is indeed, and very good money for one called Dr. Evil here, number one. It's now into $5.50. We'd better much bigger price, about the $13 mark. A few others have been backed in this race. A tiny bit of support for DiMaggio. Vane Invader, number 14, into six fifty as well. A little bit of support. And Wealthy Investor, that's been backed at a decent price, number nine. But Dr. Evil, I think that's the one, number one. So, number one, Dr. Evil there in the second over to the third event. The Tab Highway here is over 1200 you could move again for a few runners here. Uh, Iron Will, number nine. This is into $6 from an opening nine, so decent support. Saliri, number four, has been backed into $5 from about seven fifty as well. And Wizard of Oz is a good roughie, number six, into that $12 mark. But I'll go Saliri, number four on top.
So number four in the third race, over two race four, and this one's over 1,800. Yeah, an interesting betting race, this one. So money for a few runners again here, but Decadent Tail number two, it's our favourite at $3.40, in from about four twenty overall, but it did bottom out at the $2.80 mark. It has been supported too, number one, five fifty into four twenty. Mascare too, number five into six fifty from 10 today. Uh, so there's some good moves in this race, but I'll stick with Decadent Tail. I still think it's a nice move, number two. That's race four, number two, over two, race five. This is the ATC Thank You Owners Handicap, over 1,800. Yeah, Mudamani number six here is our favourite at 370 and it's actually come in from 460 overall, just drifting out of touch this morning though. Touristics come in slightly today, number four into $4.80 from $5 and outside of that special envoy has had a little bit of support as well but I'll go Mudamani, the favourite, number six is our mover. Mudamani there, number six in race five, over to race six uh, this one's for three year olds over 1300 Well, plundering's been well back, number one into 370 now from opening $5.00 Vanellope, a little bit of market support for number 11 too into that 750 price and also Winchat number 15 it's coming just slightly to $7 but the best of them is certainly plundering number one. So number one plundering in race six over to race seven the first leg of the quaddy is the Godolphin Lifetime Care Handicap over 1100 Mogo Magic is the favourite at 240. It was well backed all week. Just 315 to 240 is the overall move. Just drifting out of touch today. Got into 220 this morning, back out to that 240 price. So still well supported despite the slight drift. Tintuki, 615 to 440 as well. And also Vindication. I've noticed some good market support for the seven as well, 14 into 750. But I'll still put Mogo Magic number four on top. Bogo Magic number four there in race seven. The second leg of the quaddy is the Cambridge Handicap over 1100. A similar story here for Insurrection, our favourite number four. Just the slight drift this morning, 2.30 out to 2.50, but it's in from $3.80. So ever since we opened the market, there has been support for Insurrection. Rupertar's been backed in this race, though, number 11 into 7.50 today. Uh, so a decent move there, but Insurrection, I'll go number four as our market mover. So that's race eight, horse four, over to race nine. This one's uh, over 1,600 metres. Yeah, Punter's pretty keen on Stonecoat here, number seven. $5 into that $3.50 price. Uh, Tazarel, number 11, it's been backed in as well, just slightly, six into five dollars. So Stonecoat is the best of the movers here, number seven. Number seven in race nine and race ten, the last is over 1,300 metres. Yeah, Banana Queen is a well-supported favourite, number three, 260, now in from $4.40, so punters haven't missed it. Mirror View is another one I've noticed some money come for, number ten, $11 into that $8 price, but and Super Friendship, I will note that, that's moved in today as well, number four, but Banana Queen number three goes on top. Number three in the last, and what was the best on the card? Look, I, just those other couple have drifted out of touch this morning, so I will put Banana Queen as our best. Race 10, number three, into 260, Simon. Right, thanks, Nick. I'll come back and we'll look at Eagle Farm in just a moment. That result through on the first Brisbane. One, Sharmidi, the winner, paid seven ninety and two forty. Second was Diane Jack's Boom, six twenty. Three, Misty Legend ran third at a dollar eighty, and eight Black Minto was fourth. Quinella one hundred and ninety two dollars, exact three hundred and fifteen dollars. The trifecta eighteen hundred and fifty one dollars. The first four eleven thousand seven hundred and ninety dollars. So race number two at Eagle Farm next is due in 25 minutes and it's a benchmark 78 over 2400 metres which way is the money going here? 
Yeah, punters really like one here, Simon. Sky out number one. It's been three sixteen to two dollars fifty. It's certainly our favourite here. And I looked outside of that, not too many others to report that have moved inwards. But Oz Legend number two has come in just a touch, ten into that nine fifty today. But Sky out clearly our market mover there in the second. So Sky out there in race two over to the third event, and this one's a benchmark seventy eight over the eighteen hundred and fifteen metres. A very interesting betting race. A couple that have come in from big prices. So Dapper is one of them. Number three, 19 into $10. Blacklog is another. Number four, 19 into 10 as well. And Sir Barnabas was $19 too. It's into 12. That's number one. So three big moves at big prices. But the one I'm going to go with is the market mover is another one down the bottom. Five crowns, number 12. It's $8 now in from 11. So five crowns, our market mover. So that's race three, number 12, over to race number four. And this one is a class three over 1,300. Kenazawa, the favourite, is 2.30, backed in from 3.50. It's number three in the race, and the favourite still looks like it's on its way down. Good market support for it. Ayahuasca, number 10, is into 8.50 from 9.50. A little bit of support for it, and a little bit of support for Outback Action, number four as well, into the 6.50. But Kenazawa is clearly best backed, and it's been very well supported, Simon. Race four, number three, over to race five. This one, a uh, handicap over 1,600. Chiquero is the one here, number four, four forty into three ten, and it has moved in today as well, about three sixty into three dollars ten today. And outside of that, fast talking number one did come in a little bit earlier into three ninety from four forty. But Chiquero, the best of them here, number four. Okay, race five, number four, over to race six. This one's a three-year-old to have a fourteen hundred metres. It's got a shorty here, an odds-on favourite, Freedom Rally, number four. It's a dollar forty, and if you take into account a reasonable deduction, it's been a dollar seventy-five into that dollar forty price. So. Punders think it'll win. It's short. But outside of that, there is a roughie that punders like too. Number 11, it's $14. Northern Decree, it's called. In from 21 to that $14 price. And Pocketful, it's come in slightly. But really, it's all about freedom rally here, the shorty, number four. So race six, number four, over to race seven, which is a three-year-old Phillies handicap, over 1,200. Yeah, money for plenty of runners here. Bold and Smooth is one of them, number eight, into $7.50 from $9.50. Queen Assassin, number four, has been well supported, $9.50 into $5.50. But the one I'm going to go with is one that was backed in from a huge price. Iron Grace, number 16, is $6 now, and we bet a huge price, about $23. So Iron Grace goes in on top, number 16. 16 on top there, over to race eight. And this one's a class six, over $1,200. Enterprise Bomb's been well backed, number 11. It's $5 now in from about seven fifty, and that's it, taking into account a deduction as well. RNT number 5 is backed into six fifty from about seven fifty, and Black on Beauty is the favourite, number 14. We're just starting to see some money come for the favourite, two ninety into two eighty. So I'll go that way, Black on Beauty, number 14. 14 Black on Beauty there in race 8, and race 9 is a benchmark 85 handicap, over 1,400. It's a good betting race and there's plenty of them at Eagle Farm today. So Kinlock number two is $4.40 in from about six fifty overall. So Kinlock well backed. Uh, a little bit of money for Hot Spring Gold at a price number seven. It's now into $10. We bet a much bigger price, about $34 on opening. And Sir Warwick, another roughie that was back, number three. It's also $10 now in from 26 But I'll go Kinlock is the best of them, number two. So number two, Kinlock there in the last, and uh, what was the best in Brisbane? Look, punters think Freedom Rally will win. It's a dollar forty in race six, but I'm going to go Kenazawa, race four, number three. It's into two thirty now, and I think it might even get shorter than that, Simon. Thanks, Nicole. We'll get you back along uh, after Phil Roberts' best bets for Newcastle and take a look at Mooney Valley and their movers. So I'll get you back up for that in around five minutes or so.
Sounds good. Thanks, Simon. Brett Davis is online now for Morfordville. It's Lightning Stakes Day in Adelaide. The track rating is soft. Six, Brett, good morning to you. Good morning to you, Simon. Good morning, everybody. A fabulous day of racing. And, of course, the final Metropolitan meeting for the legendary trainer here in South Australia, Leo McDonald, who will retire uh, after the meeting tomorrow at Balaclava on Sunday. So it's a big day here for for Leon today and hopefully he and the team can find a winner before he kicks back and puts the feet up and obviously uh, Richard and Chantel Jolly and Jake Toroke looking at premierships they've got a lot of good chances today as well but they have secured those positions for the current season um, also John Letts had a birthday just the other day 80 years of age so plenty of uh, things happening celebration wise here in South Australia hopefully we can celebrate with a few winners today Simon I'm tipping race four number nine black comb we've got a lot of visiting horses from across the border here today and this is one of them from the Danny O'Brien stable she's been here before she ran in the Port Adelaide Guineas 2021 the Hillsmith Stakes uh, in 2022 or vice versa actually with regards to those dates she wasn't overly competitive, but she looks a different horse this campaign with a strong win last start at Geelong. This is not a strong race here in Adelaide, this benchmark 70, and I think she'll win. She's backable each way too, so race four, number nine, Black Comb, I think is the best of the day. Each way as well, Simon, the last is pretty open. Sabermetric is a horse that's undefeated first up. He's fabulous fresh. The last time he was fresh, he won by eight lengths. Uh, and I think he'll be very, very competitive today. He's got tactical speed and he can kick off the back of it, particularly when he does go in like a daisy fresh. So they're the two best for me. You can probably back them both each way, Simon. Four, nine, Blackcomb. Nine, six, Sabermetric. Thank you, Brett. Uh, Brett Davis there. Now let's uh, head to Newcastle. Phil Roberts, good morning. And morning, Simon. Morning, everyone. Welcome to Newcastle. We've got a beautiful, uh, well, winter's day. It's more like a spring day here, heading for the mid-20s and uh, no chance of rain. Ron, a good four. The rail is true. And uh, no late info to bring to your attention. The two I've gone for today, race four, number one, AMRAP, Alicia Collett for John O'Shea. It's gone back to the trials after being placed both runs this prep over 1,100 at Gosford. Uh, the trial win at Hawkesbury recently was good. That was 12 days ago. Should be cherry ripe for this third up. And good support this morning, 280 into two. 25. And race 8 number 2, Hell Hath No Fury, Jet Stanley for Annabelle Neesham. Uh, Jet claims 2 here and dropping back from benchmark 72 metro grade at a pass 3 to a provincial class 1 today. $4.80 I think will give you a great sight there. So 4182, good luck at Newcastle today. Good on you Phil. Phil Roberts here with a look at Newcastle. Now our Victorian meeting this afternoon is at Mooney Valley and it's a soft five. Nicole Thomas is still with us. Nick, I'll come back to you and we'll take a look at these movers for the Valley. So the first race, which is a two-year-old handicap over a thousand, is due in exactly one hour. Yeah, there's good money for Roussillon here, number one, 420 in from 650. So I think that is going to be the tab mover in the race. There is one at odds worth a mention, though. Hey, Fat Cat, number 12. It's $19 now in from $41. Note that, but Roussillon, number one, is our tab mover. So Roussillon, number one there in the first. over two, race number two, which is, a uh, again, a two-year-old uh, handicap over 1,000 metres. Well, there was money for Spicy Mugs. Just has drifted out a touch today, though. Number three, it's our favourite. And Malaboom has been well supported in this market. Number one, $13, we bet. It's now into five, so good market support. Also, Picky, number four, has been backed in from a price into $11 from about 21 And Zasuko, number five, also a well-backed runner at odds, $31 into 10 So it's a good betting race. I'll go Malaboom, though, number one on top.
So Malibu number one there over to the third event, which is a three-year-old over the mile. Yeah, good support for another will here, our favourite number seven, 240 in from $3 overall. Uh, if you're looking for another one outside of that, no drama, number four has also been specced into 850 from an opening $11, but another will, number seven, is our best tab mover. That's in race three. Across to race number four, and uh, this is the Leanne Surin handicap for three-year-olds over the 2040. Yeah, race four here. Uh, we've got money for a few runners, including Slane, number seven. It's into $7, Slane. And we bet an opening $10, so good support. Magna Spin as well, number three, into $5 from seven. That's probably the two best of them, and I'll go with Slane, number seven, as the best mover. So number seven slain there in race number four over to race five, which again is over the 2040. Yeah, we've got um, really only one mover here to report, Simon. So Milford, number one, has been backed into $3.30 from an opening $4. And I've tried to look for something else, and there really isn't too much to report. Flash Flood, number five, really solid at three ten today. And it's our favourite, but Milford will be our market mover, number one. So number one there in race uh, five to race six in the first leg of the Moody Valley Quaddy is a benchmark 78 over 2,500. Another great betting race, this one. Strawberry Rock, well backed, number one. $4 in from six. Thorin was backed at a big price, number two, into eight fifty from 19. Clyde Moore, number three, it's into five fifty from an opening eight. And there's also a little bit of money down the bottom for Never Again, number 15. As I mentioned, a good betting race. Let's go with Strawberry Rock as the best, number one. Number one, Strawberry Rock there to race seven. And this is the Ranvet Travis Harrison Cup over 1,600. There weren't too many market leads earlier for this race, but there is now. Jimmy the Bear's been backed recently, number five. It's $3.90 in from $4.60, so that'll be the market mover. Uh, so see Bonds worth a mention. There was early support for this runner, number three, into $14 from a bigger price, about $23 we bet. And Urban Oasis has come in just a touch. But Jimmy the Bear, number five, our mover. Jimmy the Bear, number five there in race seven to race eight. Uh, the dominant.com.au handicap here is a benchmark 78 over 1,600. Punters keen on Defiant Diva, number seven. It's $3.30, favourite here and in from $4.60. So a good move. Livor, uh, that's number 12. It's into $6 from an opening $8 as well. So it's worth a mention, but Defiant Diva goes on top, number seven. So number seven there in race eight and race number nine is the benchmark 70 over 1,200 metres. We end the day with a well-supported favourite in Paris, number 14 here. It's into $2.50 and we do bet two ninety in that move. Uh, that's a decent move for the favourite. Outside of that, there was one at odds, number four, Magnum Bullet into 19 from 26, one for the multiples perhaps, and not too many moves apart from that. So Paris really popular in the last. In the last parade there, number 14, the push. And uh, what was the best at Booney Valley? I probably have to go back to race three. I think that that's the best move. Another will, number seven, $3 into that $2.40 price, Simon. Right. Thanks uh, very much, Nick. Have a great day. Thanks, Simon. You too. Now let's uh, head to Darren and update race number two at Randwick. This is the midway, Simon, and it's over a mile today, and it's a uh, very open race. Dr. Evil's been really well backed into 5.50, but 9.50 this morning, so that's a four-point shorten up, and he's now the favourite. DiMaggio, $9. Go Troppo at 19. Been money around for Phillipsburg. It was 12 this morning into 9.50. Dylan Gibbons aboard, and... Um, 
just forget it ran last time. It was blocked the entire straight. Baron offered 21. Real Peace 13. Off a high of 16 with Zach Lloyd in the saddle, but drawn the 14 gate. Wealthy Investor 11. In from 15. Lease at 18. Electrica. Uh, $13 was 16 earlier. I said, boy, there's been a lot of trading on this race. Siren Star, 16. Forecaster out to 31. Vane Invader's been adrift. It was 5.50 this morning. Favourite of that point out to 7. Alfano at 19. And Moorestown is looking to go back to back at $13. Yika at 23. So uh, more than half the field have sort of shortened up at some stage, but Dr. Evil will run favourite here at 5.50 and the second race due in five minutes. Need a forklift? Don't just get a forklift, get a Toyota forklift. Toyota is the world's number one forklift brand with a great range of pallet jacks, walkie stackers and reach forklifts right up to their leading Toyota counterbalance forklifts. Legendary reliability and safety with cleaner, greener electric options. Toyota can tailor the right forklift solution for you. It's all part of the Toyota forklift advantage. For more, visit toyotamaterialhandling.com.au. Get a Toyota forklift. G'day, it's Sean Garlic here from Garlow's Pies. The best thing about our pies is the deliciously flaky pastry on top, a bottom which is rolled extra thin, and a filling which is bursting with flavour. Plenty of flavours to choose from, like lean beef, curry beef, sausage rolls. We even have junior pies that you can give to the whole family. Find us in the Coles and Woolworths chilled meals section. And if you can't find us, ask for us by name. Garlow's Pies, we're thin on pastry, we're big on meat. Star Turn is the perfect outcross stallion. Star Turn starred for Vinery at this year's sales. He averaged over nine times his service fee at the majors and his yearlings sold up to $550,000. Get bang for your buck. Talk to Vinery. 02 6543 Let's hear from uh, Teresa Bate up now, the trainer of uh, Vane Invader. He, he still looks fantastic. He still looks at the top of his game. You're finally drawn a gate. Finally. It's taken a while, but no, look, he's, he's just a lovely horse to have in the stables. He's just got a beautiful attitude about him. He's no does his work, goes home, eats, sleeps. Uh, like even Rachel said last start, he, he's just a dream to ride and that's just him. So, look, he's been racing well all preparation without much luck and, yeah, haven't haven't had a great deal of luck with barriers and he's had to do a bit of work. So today we get the rails, um, hopefully gets an economical run and he well and truly deserves to um, get back in the winner's store. Confidence levels? Look, it's, they're very open races, these midways, very competitive and you could, you could make a case for most runners. Comes down to luck in running, but from barrier one, hopefully we get the luck go our way this time and I'm sure he'll do his best and be very competitive and be in the finish there somewhere. Best of luck. Thank you. Okay, Chantel, who did you end up with for the pick um, of the yard? I'm going to go with Naoka, who I didn't see first up, but I really liked uh, the look of this fella. He didn't have any official trials leading into his first up run, but I think just looking at him, he would have taken plenty of benefit from the outing. So Naoka is my on-top selection here. Yeah, interesting push from Shani there. I, I could be talked into him, actually, for that big odds, but I'm 14, 1, 8 and 9. I'm with Vane Invader, hopefully getting that charm run from that inside draw with not a lot of pressure. Dr Evil will be much better with cover here. He's so genuine, likes the Ramwick Mile. Real peace, third up, timing on his side. And Wealthy Investor is the other one, getting a cheap run just behind them. And these horses being so evenly matched, it could be the difference with run-of-the-race stuff. 14, 1, 8 and 9, Don. Well, they had a high opinion, did the tab trading floor of Dr Evil. They were keen to keep... OK, so Duff's numbers are 14, 1, 8 and 9. 14 on top by an invader, which is $7 with the tab fixed. Terribly open race, this one. Dr Evil is the $6.05.
Eagle Farm race number two is due to jump in 10 minutes. If you're betting there, Sky Out is the favourite at $2.50. So Eagle Farm up to race two. Correct point there, the first on one, nine, three and eight. Uh, in just a moment, we'll head to Darren for race two at Randwick. Where do you go for all the biggest and best brands like King G, Hard Yakka, FXD and Steel Blue? Totally workwear rattled me. With winter here, now is the time to get in store and check out the massive range of pants, jackets and jumpers. Just what you need to keep warm this winter. Does your workwear branding need a freshen up? Get in store and talk to Darren and the team. Open till 7pm every weekday. Totally workwear rattled me. 279 Victoria Road. Opposite Bunnings and Mackers. Your one-stop winter workwear shop. place to catch the very best equine superstars from around the globe first time every time is right here live and exclusive across the sky racing network okay let's get to darren now for race number two at ramwick field of 15 running in the midway wow what an open betting race this is as it stands dr evil is the favorite six dollars in front of vain invader at seven and dimaggio $9, along with Phillips Bird. Very open betting race. Up they come. Runners starting to move into the gate. Baranoff and wealthy investor go forward. And uh, Phillips Bird, who was blocked pretty much the whole straight last time. Dylan Gibbons in the saddle of uh, Phillips Bird. Now, Electric are going forward. Failed to run on last time out. Siren star set. Okay, Greg, so they're getting set well. And uh, Dylan Gibbons partnering Phyllisburg here. This will be Dylan's last chance now. He's three wins behind Zach Lloyd and being beaten in a photo finish there in the first. It was like James McDonald just glanced at Dylan as they're going across the line and said, sorry, Dylan, the king's back. James McDonald winning the first of the day. So, uh, Zach Lloyd is aboard Real Peace as Lease goes in and Alfano. Alfano and Real Peace about to load up with Moores Town, trained by Kerry Parker. In Kerry's colours, Moores Town goes in, Real Peace about to move in. And DiMaggio has drawn the extreme outside gate and Nashua Willer aboard. So, DiMaggio is the last to move in. They're locked and loaded, big field for the midway in what's a very open race. Dr. Evil, the favourite. Racing now. Pretty good line out. Vane Invader jumps sharply off the inside. Moorestown and Forecaster moving forward. Lisa's going to park just behind them from Electrica. Then came Wealthy Investor. Alfano and the green and the inside of Baranoff. Dr. Evil slipping up the fence. DiMaggio from the extreme outside. Gates looking for a spot in. In advance of Go Troppo. Then came Yika, who's taken a position down on the rails. Uh, between runners Siren Star. Real Peace taken back to sit on the outside of Phillipsburg. They Find their spots now at the 1,000. Forecaster led from Moores Town and Vane Invader leaders back third. Length and a half to Lease, two off to Baranoff on the outside of Wealthy Investor and Electrica between them. They're followed then by the post-time favourite, Dr Evil, who sits on the inside of Alfano. Two further back to Yeeker at this point from DiMaggio, who, uh, under the circumstances from the gate, has probably got the best spot you could hope for. Further back to Siren Star, Go Troppo. And uh, the last two, Phyllis Berg on the inside of Real 
pace. Forecaster leads at the 550 metres from Moorestown. Now come Vane Invader being scrubbed up on the rails. Further back then at Baranoff pulling out on the outside of Leith. Wealthy, wealthy investor back on the rails. Dr Evil's hunting the fence and Alfano's hooking deep as Forecaster skips away a little bit at this point. At the 250, Forecaster race 2-3 in front from Baranoff. Uh, then came Leith. Dr Evil making some ground towards the fence. Forecaster's getting tied. Baranoff, Alfano and Electrica bursting through. Forecaster in front. Electrica dived. Oh, might have got it. Photo finish here. Electrica diving there at Forecaster. A close-up Alfano and real peace flew home. Then came Lease from Dr Evil. Wealthy investor Baranoff go Troppo. Vane Invader, Siren Star, Moorestown and Phillipsburg photo. It's a camera. 11 Electrica, 10.30 and 3.50 or 13 Forecaster, 29.70 and 7.70 for third 15 Alfano at $5.20. And Electrica slicing through the pack in the black colours and making a last lunge, head up, head going down. Oh, this is close. This is close. Ooh. There's only a nose in this. Electrica diving right on the line from Forecaster. Photo finish. Not much in it for third either. Time is 1.35.41. 1.35.41. A thrilling finish here to the midway. Ah, Forecaster handled by Cathy O'Hara skipping right away at the 2.50 and holding a good lead, but you can see the effort was just telling at the end an electric a ridden cold slicing through the pack coming off the heels of Baranoff and then making that last lunge. Still no number here, still a photo at Ramwick and it's a desperately close go. Desperately close with Electrica lunging at uh, Forecaster. Uh, as far as the, the other placings are concerned, Alfano uh, was close up with Baranoff and Real Peace was flashing at the end together with DiMaggio. Still no number here. Photo finish between the 13 Forecaster and 11 Electrica. We haven't seen a, a photo finish uh, pop up to give us a clue. So stand by for the result. Here we go. Oh. Now, it's either a dead heat or the inside Forecaster and 13 Forecaster is going to get this. The inside, the grey Forecaster. Just from Electrica. And we're standing by in the third number. 13, 11, and a further photo for third. OK, so that's what's happened uh, there at Ramwick. They're down at the start now at Eagle Farm for race number two. Uh, Melody again is at $4.80. Salira is 5 And Iron Will is at $6. At uh, Ramwick, it's uh, 13, 11, 15, and 8. 13, 11, 15 and 8. The biggest sporting event in the Northern Territory. Racing in the Cup. The Darwin Cup. And away they go as the gates fall back. 2015. As they head for home and light in the night, runs to the 250. It's well clear. It's got the Cup parceled up. In second spot, Kano. Raw request and Bolton. But look at this, ladies and gentlemen. It's a great win. Light in the night. Wins the Darwin Cup and wins it by about eight lengths. The Darwin Cup live. Monday, August 7, on the National Racing Service. The Kosciuszko, the world's richest country race, is back and gives you the chance to win a share in $2 million in prize money. To enter, buy a $5 Kosciuszko ticket at your local or on the tab app. The Kosciuszko, tickets on sale now.
New South Wales residents only. Ticket sales close 11.59pm 6th of September 2023. Visit thecosiosco.com.au for details. New South Wales permit number GOCSC forward slash 1058. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. So that was a nose by a short neck, the margins there, Ramwick. Uh, 125. In fact, what a standby for the times. It should be 135.41 the overall. 13 forecast to pay 29.70 and 7.70. Second 11, Electrica 3.50. 15 now, Farno was third at $5.20. And fourth in it, 2 ain't real piece, Quinella 147.50. Exact to pay 350. Trifecta paid 4,000. Now, 113.30, first four, 27,400.380, and the 413 running double, $384. The split was 35.71. The next at Roundwick is the first thing of the early quaddy. It's the Tab Highway Handicap, and the opening favourite is Melody again at $4.80. So shortly to Josh for race to a legal firm. Where do you go for all the biggest and best brands like King G, Hard Yakka, FXD and Steel Blue? Totally Workwear me. With winter here, now is the time to get in store and check out the massive range of pants, jackets and jumpers. Just what you need to keep warm this winter. Does your workwear branding need a freshen up? Get in store and talk to Darren and the team. Open till 7pm every weekday. Totally Workwear Rydalmere, 279 Victoria Road. Opposite Bunnings and Maccas. Your one-stop winter workwear shop. Today's Racing, brought to you by Same Race Multi on the Tab app. Combine multiple runners for bigger odds. What's gambling really costing you? Now, two Eagle Farms. Burgos, Legend and Scarlet Tufty. So only about four to move in. So four to move in here and they're loading well for the Country Music Race Day, September 9, over 2,400 metres here. So the Derby to start. Now, readily available, Oz Legend and Scarlet Tufty are the ones that we wait to move in. Two for OTI here, White Cap, Scarlet Tufty, Blue Cap and Intude 2. Sky out, drifting late, the favourite here for Jimmy Orman. Out to 310, good late money for our Bambino for Pat Murphy, down to 550 with Andrew Mellion riding. Now, looks like they've all moved in. Red light on, racing at the 2400. And Flensburg has gone out the back. We had away well, the favourite, Sky Addits, in front from sliding through. Readily available. Oz Legends 4 wide, but going forward. Handy the inside is our Bambino. Scarlet Tufty trapped out, but going forward as well. Brown Thomas will balance up third last outside in 2-2. And Flensburg is two lengths away last of all. So pretty keen here with a lap to run. Uh, Scarlet Tufty 3 wide around Oz Legend. And back to third of Sky out, followed by our Bambino, readily available Brown Thomas outside in two two, and Flensburg's last of all so Scarlet Tufty's kicked away by length and a half now, as they head up towards the 1700 metres marker in second placing is Oz Legend, third the favourite Sky out, followed by our Bambino readily available Brown Thomas is outside in two two, and Flensburg's out the rear so Scarlet Tufty here by length and a half in seconds Oz Legend and parked away third the race favourite Sky 
way out. A length and a half, readily available. Our Bambino's on the rail, followed by Brown Thomason. Second last is in Chewed 2, and still Flensburger's last of all. So Scarlet Tufty here by length and seconds, Oz Legend, and third Sky out. A length and a half to next the outside, readily available at the 1,200 metres marker. Our Bambino's on the rail, followed by Brown Thomas outside in Chew 2, and Flensburger length away. So Scarlet Tufty here for Justin Huxtable in front. Second is Oz Legend at the 1,000 metres marker. Third Sky out, followed by readily available Our Bambino, Brown Thomas over on the outside of in Chew 2. A length and a half to Flensburg, about six or seven lengths off the lamp lighter. 800 metres left to run at Racecourse Village here. Scarlet Tufty by length still. Second is Oz Legend. Third, the inside Sky out. Readily available. Fourth and one out, one back. A length and a quarter to Our Bambino. Brown Thomas over on the outside in Chew 2. Still second last and Flensburg on the outside at the 500. So Scarlet Tufty joined in the lead here by Oz Legend. Third out wider, readily available. Sky out is coming through between them. Brown Thomas out wider, further back to our Bambino, looking for the way clear in Chutu, weaving through, making ground, and Flensburg is the widest. We've got Oz Ledger, here's Brown Thomas on the outside, chiming in and taking over. Uh, the inside there is in Chutu, followed by readily available. Brown Thomas out wide, just in front, but driving through is in Chutu. In Chutu, taking over late, and in Chutu. In Chutu is one from Brown Thomas, Oz Legend, readily available, followed by Sky out, our Bambino, Flensburg and Scarlet Tufty at the rear. So nine uh, in Chew 2 for Damien Thornton there, paid $5.40 and $2. Ten Brown Thomas was second at three sixty, and two Oz Legend for third at $2.60. Daughter on the tote and has won from Brown Thomas who swept up out wide and hit the front. But run down late. Oz Legend close up in third and readily available. Won't be far away in fourth number three. Uh, so nine the winner in two two. In two two the winner. Uh, for Damien Thornton and Annabelle Neesham, only having hit its third run in Australia and uh, up in Queensland for the first time. Third up, up in trip as well. And um, ex-French Galloper and has uh, won it from Brown Thomas, number 10, second. Angela Jones and Billy Healy, third to Oz Legend. Martu Plessis for Chris Waller. Three, fourth, readily available. And number one ran fifth, Sky out. So 9-10-2-3, are the numbers at Eagle Farm. Race number two, 9-10-2-3. The new $5 billion Inglis Extra Bonus Series is simple. Win one of the designated maidens and earn an extra $100,000. To qualify, all you need to do is sign up to the Inglis Race Series. Entries close July 31 at inglis.com.au. Where do you go for all the biggest and best brands like King G, Hard Yakka, FXD and Steel Blue? Totally Workwear Rydalmere. With winter here, now is the time to get in store and check out the massive range of pants, jackets and jumpers. Just what you need to keep warm this winter. Does your workwear branding need a freshen up? Get in store and talk to Darren and the team. Open till 7pm every weekday. Totally Workwear Rydalmere, 279 Victoria Road. Opposite Bunnings and Maccas. Your one-stop winter workwear shop. Correct point, Ramwick Race. 
13, 11, 15 and 8. And an Eagle Farm, 9 inch, you two paid 540 and $2. 10 Brown Thomas, 360. Two Oz Legend, 260. Three fourth readily available. Quinella, 65.20. Exactor, 88.20. Trifecta, $843. First four, 2052 60. The one nine double paid $81.30. Let's hear uh, an interview that was on Racing HQ this morning with Cameron Crockett. Uh, Cameron Crockett's got two in the next, the Tab Highway, which is due in around 21 minutes, uh, Pure Fuego and uh, Solera. Here's Cameron a little earlier on. Cameron Crockett's joining us for a chat. He's got key runners in today's highway. How are you, Cam? Good. How are you? Yeah, we're really well this morning, mate. Um, all going smoothly on the trip down so far? Yep. Good as gold, mate. Perfect. I know it pretty well now. Yeah. We're just talking about these highway horses taking the next step where you've had commando hunt and there's a select few that can do it, Cam. Oh, yeah, it's very rare, mate. Um, Look, to be honest, quite often a lot of them come out of winning highways and come back to the country and, you know, they might might not go to open grade. Yeah. We are, you are working with class two and class three horses and obviously... You've got to be a, a little bit above a class three or a class, normal class three or class two to win them, but they are what they are, aren't they? For sure, for sure. Uh, you got a couple in today. You got Salire. He's just busting to win another race, isn't he? Mate, he's probably well. Com- Commando Hunt always got back and always looked like he had something more to give. And when we stepped him out in trip, he, he found it. We restricted him a long time for the Kosciuszko and the 1,400 metres of the country champs. And once we, once that was off the... Uh, wasn't an option, we got to the mile and he found his niche. But Salire, obviously, you watch him with his pattern and you think maybe maybe he's a similar horse, get him up in trip. And I know at this stage he hasn't sort of... On paper, his 1,200 metre form's not as good. But as a young horse, we always thought he'd be a horse that could ride the speed a little bit. Um, he had a lot of nervous energy, though, and I've just found since he's got older and more relaxed, he's naturally fallen into a different pattern, which is quite frustrating. Um, a couple of weeks ago there, he probably nearly should have run second, I think, to Omni-Man. I don't know that he would have won, but he sort of got a lot of bad luck and never got out and, again, was the best last 600 of the race, but they don't pay you for how fast you go the last three furlongs. Yeah. In his defence at 1,200 metres, a, a couple of those times at 1,200 metres, he was drawn wide and and then another time I think it was a heavy track and and then his other couple, he was around the mark. So I, I just don't want to completely pen him at the 1,200 metres uh, uh, as yet. No, that's exactly what I said to the owners this morning. Like, um, I think one of the 1,200 metre runs was one of his first time at highway grade and he's improved the stack since then and it was on a heavy track. Then we, of course, went to Gosford. Um, he had the bad barrier and he was just never on the track at all. So you could probably put a pen through that. So arguably you could say he's never had a proper crack at it. Um, but with Nash on board today, um, 1,200, he loves Ramwick. I mean, you'd have to say if he got lucky in running today, you, today's his biggest opportunity to really see it out. Okay, does he, does he have to be pretty well worse than midfield or can he lob a little closer? Oh, I'd, mate, I'd, I'd leave it up to Nash, but obviously he's got that big explosive finish, so you don't like to take that away from them, particularly if they're going to go along hard like they should today in the big field. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd like to think he can be a couple of pairs closer than what he has his last couple of runs. Obviously he's drawn the inside, which his last two starts, 
most people want an inside gate, but with horses like him, you tend to have to go a bit further back or, or wait if if there's horses that cross you and put you into that position, and it's costing it's costing. So I'm hoping he can be if he if he could be just worse than midfield, um, a couple off defence, so he hasn't got too much traffic to his outside. The hard thing as well with the highways is you've got a lot of horses. And I've done it, everyone does it. You've got a lot of horses that you're sort of having a bit of a throw at the stumps. Mm. So when you get those back markers, you do tend to have a lot of bad luck. Horses coming back in your face that aren't that aren't running on. Yep. So I think the main key is for Nash to find the, the back of the right horse to follow so that we don't get held up. I he's got those he, he he's got that huge finish on him, but he's very much a momentum horse. Um, he won't hit his straps if he has to start and stop. He can sprint quick off the mark. But once he's building his revs up, if, if anything um, sort of hinders his momentum, he's, he's, he's a big horse. It's very hard for him to get balanced and, and come again. Yeah. Uh, your other horse, Pure Fuego, he was off a long break there um, and he ran really well at Dubbo. I thought his run was outstanding at Dubbo. It was um, did everything but win. And I know Boom Boom Basil last preparation was probably a bit below par, but the prep before that he did win a highway. So he's, I know he's coming out of a 74 at Dubbo, but he's coming out of a 74 at Dubbo that had two highway winners in it, and the horse has come out of the race and won open company again yesterday. So it, it might have been a 74 at Dubbo, but it certainly wasn't an average race in the sense of, as we are saying before, uh, highway and country horses. Uh, he was at 1,000 metres, which probably isn't his ideal trip. So 1,200 will be perfect for him. And his record at Ramwick, again, he's probably... The, the pattern he's got, you'd expect him to have a better record, a, a, a suit round with better, but his couple of Rose Hill runs have been super. Last prep he ran third in the highway, first up off a long break again. Uh, he ran in a 78 there and only got beat just got beat just under two lengths um, in a race where Shades of Rose run over 1100. So I think all in all, he's, I know his form's a bit patchy, but when he's right on the day, he's definitely up to, to winning a race like this. Is he and right? Just, he's going to... He's, he's spot on, mate. Yeah, he's the best I've had him. Okay, so, is there much, is there much sorry, between mate? them? Is there much between them? I think, um, I don't think there's a great deal between them, but, again, the consistency of Salira, you know, he's pretty well, he always got to run on, he gets bad luck, but he's he's always thereabouts. Um, Pure Fuego, he, again, needs the brakes, but he's got James McDonald. I, I probably couldn't split him. I, I couldn't see why there's such a difference in the market, to be honest, with the two horses, only that I suppose Pure Fuego's been off for a long time, doesn't have the credentials in the highway. I'd lean slightly towards Saliray today. Okay, beautiful. Mm. All right, Cam Crockett from a little earlier. Saliray is at $5 there. The Tab Highway due in 15. They're set. Race one, Newcastle. Go away. And higher hand, the nicest to begin. Deal breakers straight into second spot. Third then came uh, Lady Townsend on the inside of Mr Papira. And then came Harry Tudor, followed by Extreme Merger and Margaret's Missile on its inside, back at the tail. 1,100 metres left to go. And higher hand, setting up a fairly genuine tempo here. Led by two lengths over Deal Breaker. Two lengths away, Lady Townsend on the inside of Mr Papira as they pass the 1,000. And they're about three and a half lengths in front of Harry Tudor. A length back, Margaret's Missile, second last. And Extreme Merger, two lengths away, back at the tail. 800 left to travel as they head down.
down the side of the track. Higher Hand has a nice break. It's three lengths in front. Over Deal Breakers sitting second. A length Lady Towns in the inside third. And then Mr Papira breaking the field to Margaret's Missile. Harry Tudor on its outside. And a couple away still. Extreme Merger back at the tail. 500 left to go as they swing. Higher Hand is the leader. Only a length in front now. Over Deal Breaker edging closer. Lady Townsend sneaking up the inside. Then Mr Papira. Harry Tudor works to the outer. Starts to stake its claim. Giving this leader about to two and a half at the moment. And then Margaret's Missile. Deal Breaker dashed to the lead. 250 metres left to go over higher hand. Mr Papira. Harry Tudor one batting. It's Deal Breaker in front. Mr Papira is a neck away trying to pick it up. It's Deal Breaker fighting, fighting, fighting on the inside. And Deal Breaker. Deal Breaker over Mr Papira. Margaret's Missile got third. Then higher hand Harry Tudor. Lady Townsend and Extreme Merger. Race one, Newcastle to two deal breaker for Sean Guyver. Now it paid two forty and one fifty. Seven, Mister Papira paying three seventy and no third for six. Margaret's missile. So two, seven, six, and five will grab fourth. Higher hand. Correct way, legal farm on race two on nine, two, ten, and three. Correct way. The Kosciuszko, the world's richest country race, is back and gives you the chance to win a share in two million dollars in prize money. To enter, buy a five dollar Kosciuszko ticket at your local or on the tab app. The Kosciuszko. Tickets on sale now. New South Wales residents only. Ticket sales close 11.59pm 6th of September 2023. Visit thecosiosco.com.au for details. New South Wales permit number GOCSC forward slash 1058. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Hey everyone, it's Adam Goods here, one of the National Tree Day ambassadors. National Tree Day is important for the country because those incredible native trees bring back our beautiful wildlife to our communities. It's an opportunity for us to learn from each other, to plant new natives into our community and understand the importance of planting trees. Join Planet Ark and Toyota this National Tree Day, Sunday 30th of July. Find out more at treeday.planetark.org. Are you a better, better than your Betsy's? With Bet's Friends on the Tab app, you can share your bet and your friends can copy your bet. It's everyone's best bet yet. Share and copy your bets with Bet's Friends on the Tab app today. Tab, we're on. Not available to SA account holders. Available on the Tab app. T's and C's apply. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Before we get to the Gold Coast, here's Darren with a look, a look at Randwick. Yeah, the previous race was desperately close. A nose in front of Forecaster. And when you watch the, the head on there, boy, Electric, it was stiff. It was trying to get to the outside of Baranoff. And Alfano, Jay Collett, just put it back in the pockets. And McAvoy had to go back towards the inside, get the gap, and just fell uh, a split in short. We're down to the highway now. Yunbei hasn't won in years. Is $100. Zaru last up, winner 8.50. Pure Fuego at 14. Salire at 1,200 metres today is the firming favourite, 6 into 5. Tags at 23. Wizard of Oz, who was 14 earlier, into 12. Just Go Bang at 21. Iron Will, 6.50. Sapido Beauty at 12. 11 Free State, 200. Take the Kitty at 7. Melody again, 5.50. So just Shire favourite. Uh, Do Pride Star at 100 and Denny Gal is 23, whilst Vilified is at $41. Race favourite Salire number four at $5 and 13. Melody again as the clear second pick at 550 and the third race due in 10. Here's the Gold Coast. Tail 
Rule. With 1,500 metres left to run, it's I'm a Rule and Narrowly. From on the outside, Blue Swimmer and Crimson Reward pressing on three deep. Just off those as he's a hot foot and savvy strike. They race together as they go into the back. Gee, this favourite's working. Uh, three lengths away, CIC second to last. And with Diamonds last of all, they've posted him three deep here, Crimson Reward. Into the back, 1,200 metres left to run. It's I'm a Rule and Narrowly from Blue Swimmer. And Morris in the end has had to snatch up and take hold of Crimson Reward and will now trail back in third. Three lengths away, Savvy Strike in fourth. He's a hot foot. CIC's trying to go forward three deep for the back half of the field and with Diamonds as last of all. I'm a Rule is in front. A thousand metres left to run. The speed's come out of the race again. Leads by three parts of a length to Blue Swimmer. Crimson Reward after all that is now third leaders back. CIC fourth but reined along to hold its spot at the moment. With Diamonds next improving. He's a hot foot's held up on the rail, second to last, and a length away to Savvy Strike, not travelling. I'm a ruler before the home bed at the 4.50. A head clear from Blue Swimmer, who's about to draw level again. Crimson Reward, two lengths away in third. It's under pressure now. He's a hot foot's about to go past it, then CIC. Blue Swimmer has struck the front here at the top of the straight. 2.50 to go. Blue Swimmer got a length clear from I'm a ruler, then Crimson Reward, and next is he's a hot foot, but it's Blue Swimmer clear. 100 metres left to run, trying hard, I'm a ruler, then Crimson Reward, but in the men matter silks, racing away, Blue Swimmer, Blue Swimmer by three lengths, I'm a ruler second, Crimson Reward third, and fourth in, he's a hot foot, then Savvy strikes CIC and with diamonds. Well done to Ashley Perks as well, first uh, winner in the Gallup training ranks. Spoke to Ashley during the week. More than happy to wear the Men Matter silks. So one blue swimmer for Emily Lang paid four twenty and two dollars. Seven I'm a ruler two ten for Crimson Reward no third divvy. At uh, Newcastle we are just awaiting correct mate the first on two seven six and five. Uh, not through at this stage, but let's get to Brent Davis for race one. Walford Billets Lightning Stakes Day in Adelaide. Track rating is off six, and in the opener Eccentric Nature is at a dollar and eighty cents. <laughs> Eccentric nature, but he's the favourite. I have a surprise coming. Who's at 3.47, 50 Board of Assage, 9.50 Miss Rubik and Petite Puissance, who's on debut like Board of Assage, is the outsider. Welcome to Morfordville. It's Lightning Stakes Day. Final black type race for the season. Light is on for the first gates open and they're racing. And beginning well was the favourite, Eccentric Nature. And he's driving forward. Board of Assage has got good speed to match his engine. And second coming away OK. Settles third, about a length away from the two, fighting out the lead. And Eccentric Nature is now fighting with Bates. He's got the head up and the mouth open. He wants to get it over and done with. So he's doing plenty wrong again, as he did on debut at Mertoa. But he was still too good there. And now Bold Versace. Uh, Board of Assage kicks through to lead him narrowly. So it's Board of Assage from Eccentric Nature. Se a surprise coming said the beautiful sit on the pair and then a gap back to Miss Rubik and Petite Puissance. They're the last couple in the small field of five. Racing to the turn, and the leader now, Board of Assage, placed under pressure by the favourite. Eccentric Nature and Surprise Cummings had the sit on the back and quickly sweeps up to take the lead, laying in in the process, but got a half to three quarters in front. And Surprise Cummings now edging away from the short price elect, Eccentric Nature. Miss Rubik's charging on, might even grab the Quinella spot, but Surprise Cummings is racing away for Kayla Crowther, and it's a big win in the first for Surprise Cummings. Uh, Miss Rubik took second, eccentric nature tired to third, then 
petite puissance, and last of all is border visage. <laughs> Two surprise coming for Kayla Crowther paid three forty and one fifty. Six Miss Rubik two ninety and no third one eccentric nature. Two six one five will run fourth there, which is petite puissance. Okay, Newcastle correct weight two seven six five, and at the Gold Coast five ran fourth. He's a hot foot. It was one seven four five. We'll pick up some mounting yard coverage now at Randwick heading into race three, which is the Tab Highway handicap. First leg of today's early quaddy. Favourite currently is number four Solero, which is at four dollars and eighty cents. We're up to number 13 in the yard, Melody again, and it's now into four dollars eighty. Favourite. Melody again was 460. It's now out to six dollars. Melody again, the next horse we'll look at. Mitch Bell, Scotty Singleton. Oh, she's getting out to attractive price. Lovely big strong filly. Unlucky having no luck first up. She's got a good turn of speed. Um, whether she wants a little further now on that draw, they're betting against, but don't bet against her talent. She is a beautiful type. She's a little bit more switched off than she was first up, and that's understandable. She was a little bit fresh, but really settled today, which is positive. She's come on as well as she was always going to, as Ronnie touched on. Big, strong mare, and looks fantastic. Do Pride star number 16, Regan Bayless, Gary Colvin at Wagga. Has ability, but just finds a strong highway here. Comes here, she comes here with a lot of fitness on her side. Denny Gal, number 17, Rachel King picks up the ride for Terry Robinson. Yeah, look, she doesn't win often, but uh, never far away in these highways. Always got a place chance. She's another one that's nice and fit. She's been really settled from the moment she walked in. She's been in the yard a long time. And vilified Karen McAvoy for Cold Prosser. Yeah, had a few excuses of late, but still uh, prefer a few others. Presented in tip-top order is an entire, so he will stand out, obviously. But um, I've got no knock on his condition at all. OK, Chantel, sort the highway out for us. Yeah, tricky little one. I think there were several that were presented in absolute A1 condition. I'm going to go with Solire, just over his stablemate, Pure Fuego. I just think Solire's just got that little bit more fitness, but Pure Fuego, I reckon he would have come on a lot from his first up run, especially off 12 months off. And Melody, again, I can't leave her out because she was an absolute picture of health. Tricky one. I am 13, 6, 5 and 12, although easy in the market. I'd suggest that's more with the, the mapping issues for Melody again more than anything else here. Lovely filly. Um, I'll go with her, hoping uh, Mitchell Bell can give her a bit of luck and room to move. Wizard of Oz, just taken with his trials of late. Uh, no doubt about that. If he, he finds the box seat here nice and fresh. First run for the new stable. Tags is the best long shot. A month since a good first up run and 12 take the kitty. Unlucky in that same lead up race. No Knock on Solire. Um, certainly well fancied today with the natural will factor. 13, 6, 5 and 12, Don. Well, this is another favourite that our senior tab traders had a high opinion of, Solire, and clearly tab customers do as well. $6 it was this morning, now into $4.60. I can tell you we've taken more than double the money on Solire than we have for the next best-backed runner in the race, which is... So Solire into $4.80. Uh, still three minutes to bet as they make their way down to the start. At Tab, we're on for Saturday racing. On races 1 to 6 at Randwick, Mooney Valley and Eagle Farm, place a fixed odds win bet with the Tab app. And if your horse runs second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on 18 races across three big tracks this Saturday. Tab, we're on. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's at website. Chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. 
Morford Bill on the first two surprise coming paid three forty and one fifty. Six Miss Rubik was two ninety. No third one eccentric nature and five fourth Quinella was eleven ten exactor twenty three forty. Trifecta thirty five ninety. First four paid one hundred and fifteen dollars and eighty cents. Don't forget uh, that races one to six today at Randwick Mooney Valley and Eagle Farm. If you place a fixed odds win bet uh, via your account or the tab app. But happen to run second or third, you will get a bonus bet back up to $50. So that is on races one to six, Sydney, Melbourne and uh, Brisbane. So the, the third Eagle Farm is due in nine minutes uh, and LTM is currently the favourite at four forty. dollars uh, is at $5.50. Cuda Tener is $7.50 and five crowns. Is at eight dollars. Elatiama at four forty is the favourite for the third from Eagle Farm, which is the Giddy Up Club benchmark seventy eight. After that race, we'll head to Rod Fuller at Kempsey for some winners. There we do have Kempsey racing in New South Wales today. Their first is you at sixteen after one. The Kosciuszko, the world's richest country race, is back and gives you the chance to win a share in two million dollars in prize money. To enter, buy a five dollar Kosciuszko ticket at your local or on the tab app. The Kosciuszko tickets on sale now. New South Wales residents only. Ticket sales close eleven fifty nine pm six of September twenty twenty three. Visit the Kosciuszko.com.au for details. New South Wales permit number GOCS forward slash 1058. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au Today's Racing brought to you by Same Race Multi on the Tab App. Combine multiple runners for bigger odds. What's gambling really costing you? Now let's get to Darren for the afternoon's Tab Highway at Rowick. It's the popular one, so Salire is going to jump favourite here at uh, 4.60. From a take the kitty into $6 and Melody again $6. Uh, Iron Will at $7 and interestingly enough, Zaru who beat Melody again and take the kitty last time, Zaru is the fifth pick in the market, priced at $8.